0: Ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. We're back. This is Drew Sitz, tonight I'm joined with Connor McGuffin. <laughs> Round two. Round two. Here we go. It's nice to see you, buddy. Good to see you, too. Good to be back. So, you have, you've had a monumental influence on the show, I'd say. Your, really? Your episode's been up there with Woody for sure. I don't know if, if you've passed her or not yet, but you guys have kind of been going back and forth. Really? To the top spot. Yeah, so I'm really excited to have you back. Wow,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people also watched like, a lot of it. We did like four hours or something crazy. Yeah. It was like, it held people's attention, you know, so that was kind of cool. That's too. cool. Yeah. We got all wacky last time. Uh, I'm excited to going deep again maybe yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens
1: yeah i was uh, on the way here i was like oh, what are we gonna get into tonight <laughs> <laughs> um
0: i just listened to a like two hour alien ufo fucking thing with rogan last night so geez. i'm all like jacked up ready to go okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too funny
0: before we get into that how was your week
1: i had a really good week this week um like I was telling you, just a little bit long, you know, looking forward to the Labor Day weekend. We got Labor Day coming Hell up yeah. here on Monday, so.
0: What are you uh, doing? Anything special?
1: I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out. Um, I don't know. Something will come up, you know.
0: Nice, nice. We're going out on the boat on Sunday. I'm pretty excited about that. My parents went out today. I don't know if my dad took off work or something, but I got home and the boat was gone and they were gone, so.
1: Really? Where do you guys go?
0: We usually go to Lake Delvin which is like an hour-ish away from our house. Um, We just got the boat. We don't have a a cabin or anything to (laughs) take it to. Not yet, exactly. Um, So, yeah, it's kind of like one of the closer big lakes that we can tow it to, and uh, we've been there a bunch. It's nice. It's it's pretty small. It's smaller than, like, Geneva, so it's uh, a bit more manageable, less traffic, you know, that kind of thing.
1: I feel like Tyler Laskowski took me out there one time. Okay. I don't know, what is it, like an hour and a half or so?
0: Yeah, I'd say even less, man. Yeah, Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a nice drive. Riley's family had a house on the lake for a long time, so we would. I would, had been there a decent amount with her family. I like going out there. I water ski. We went only one time this year. So my dad, he blew his fucking ACL or uh, Achilles playing pickleball. I don't know if I told you about that. Anyways, so he hasn't been able to, like, drive let alone drive the boat up there and uh he's not even supposed to like submerge his ankle in water and all this kind of shit so he's been really bummed out he like really wants to go (laughs) so he finally got cleared by the doctor he's out of crutches and uh so he went i think he's just gonna go every single day this weekend
1: (laughs) how uh how long is that recovery i don't know i've never like torn torn anything
0: i haven't either um so it's been a month since it happened and um I, I don't know the estimate, but I think it's over six months, like, until he's, like, completely back to normal. He's, he's devastated.
1: It's <laughs> <That's> crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Literally playing pickleball, like, just something so stupid, you know, like.
1: I feel like I'd never heard, of, I never knew what pickleball was until, like, I don't know, maybe two years ago. I feel like it was a post-COVID new sport.
0: Sure. We played it in middle school, like, in gym class. We, we like, set up a little, because it's smaller than tennis, it's cheaper than tennis because you're using, like, wiffle balls. You're not using yeah. tennis balls. I remember playing badminton. Badminton was sick. I love badminton, dude, because I'm so much taller than everybody, so I can really just fucking yeah, spike, the, than that. spike that bitch down. But uh badminton just so girly. Wasn't there a badminton team at yeah, South Elgin High there School? there definitely was. God, I should have done that. That would have been kind of fun. Just Could have won state. For sure. That would have been crazy. <laughs> I get like, a Letterman jacket with a big shuttlecock patch on it. That'd be kind of cool.
1: That's funny. Yeah, I didn't know anybody on the team, but I'm, I'm almost positive. I don't know what I was doing one day, but, like, they were practicing. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on?
0: I feel like they'd have little shorts.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, jerseys, too. Like, little, I don't know, just, like, a little dry fit. Pennies. Yeah, pennies almost. What's, uh, I I want to say... Didn't a bunch of those guys play volleyball? Maybe
0: that's what I'm thinking of. But I think, like, B. Gallo and a couple of dudes, maybe, like, they didn't play basketball one year, so they played volleyball instead, just, like, for the fuck of it. But they had a good time. I don't know. doesn't matter.
1: Whatever. We're talking about badminton. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, f-
0: my friend, uh, Ryan, he lives in Burlington, and there's Mott's. Have you ever been out to that bar before? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, you would love it. One Friday, Saturday night, you and the boys, you go out to Mott's. It's, pr- it's pretty cool. It's just, like, a total dive bar. Uh grimy but it's awesome all like country music and shit and like you know it's 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 fun but they did like a volleyball league in the summertime with a volleyball court stand pit out back and so they would take it like super super intense so riley and i would drive with gianna out and just like watch their team play and gianna would have to keep score with the thing it was really funny because gianna couldn't didn't even know what the fuck was going on let yeah. alone keep up with the with the score but it was pretty fun huh.
1: now that you say that i feel like i've heard about it i've just never gone you should try it. barrington out. Yeah, it's a little bit of a hike. Burlington. Oh, Burlington.
0: Like Burlington Central. Okay. Yeah, so it's probably like 10 or 15 minutes from here, out west.
1: Oh, that's down the street.
0: Yeah, if you want to take a drive.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, from here to my house, it's only like 15 minutes. Right. Which is nothing. I mean, Yeah. feels like four.
0: I know. It's it's funny because... Sometimes it feels, like, so, so far away from Riley's house. It's literally, like, ten minutes or eight minutes if you get both the lights, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. God, I got to fucking drive over there, you know? It's, it feels so far away. <laughs> it is
1: actually only two lights. Yeah, That's all you have.
0: I think so. Post Road. And you got Shasty McNasty in the middle. You do have three lights. Yeah, that's true. You get stuck by a train. Or you get fucked with that train, yeah. Have you tried that Boba place? Are you a Boba tea guy or, like, a... I think I've
1: had it one time. Okay. Coffee house. I've never had oh, coffee
0: house is better than, than the other one. Really? Than brew and bubble. Yeah. Brew and bubble is like very, they've got like six different things to like take pictures in front of. And you know, it's all like marketing, like Instagram shit, you know,
1: gotta take a picture.
0: Seriously. They had like a Barbie box set up. I'm like, how did you even <laughs> like get these steals from the fucking movie there?
1: <laughs> that's the thing with the little balls on in the drink, right?
0: Yeah tapioca balls i really don't know much about it i will get like a smoothie they do like a pineapple strawberry smoothie with a little tapioca balls in the bottom it's pretty bomb it's cool what about fruitful yield have you ever been out there before no we're getting super local but it's like a natural food shop by petco um I think that's like Stearns Road right there. It's Stearns and Randall essentially, right next okay. to Petco. It's like this tiny little like natural. It smells like shit when you walk in. It smells like vitamins and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But in the very back, they have this smoothie shop, and it's like fire ass healthy smoothies. It's like just fruit. It's so good, man. You should huh. you should really check it out. But uh, Riley and I went there the other day to get some something. I forget what it was like, gluten free chips or some bullshit. But we're like, oh, we'll get a smoothie too, and they were closed. We're
1: like, goddamn. It's in the back of like a little store.
0: Yes. It's like huh. another business inside of Fruitful Yield, I think is what it's called.
1: See, that's like I don't that's what always wonders me is is how businesses like that actually think they're gonna stay afloat or like make a good profit, Dude. you know.
0: Right. There's no advertising for it on the front. I don't even yeah. know how I found out about it, honestly.
1: Those are good sound effects. Maybe you uh, can explain what we're drinking tonight.
0: Yeah, so last time Connor said that his favorite drink was a rum and coke, and I had to school him and tell him that Captain Morgan's bullshit, so I bought the fancy rum that I like, Smith and Cross. Got some coke and a little bit of lime in there as well. It's very good. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. I think technically if you put lime in a rum and coke, it's called a Cuba Libre. Really? I think so. I, I, I might be making that up, though. I'm not sure. You and your research, man. I yeah. don't do any of that. <laughs> You read books? No. I did read a book on bartending though. The uh the fucking Jerry Thomas guide is pretty cool. That's like goes back to like the 1800s and like breaks down how like cocktail uh, bartending like started and then like the second half of the book is just all these recipes and then it tells you like it'll be like some of them will be like a page and some of them will be just like a little paragraph on like what, you know, the history of it and everything but Right. It's pretty cool. Makes you makes you think. Uh,
1: How the Manhattan came about, the old fashioned, right, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, so the Manhattan is vermouth and bourbon or rye, and then bitters, and it's a two one two, which is the area code for Manhattan. Huh. So it's two shots of bourbon, one shot of vermouth, two dashes of bitters. That's like the recipe.
1: Now you know. Take that home with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been, I've been trying to keep up with, but you're just so consistent. I'm talking about uh, listening to the other episodes. Yeah. Um, I did look, I was looking on them, uh, and Alan Gomez got me beat. He's got like three hours and 46 minutes. (laughs) I think my, my first one was like three hours and 42 and I was like, dang,
0: he, he definitely came in wanting to. Beat your time, I think. Like he wanted to be the longest episode because really? I kept being like, "Bro, we can wrap up." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm good, I'm good." And he's just like <laughs> kept wanting to stay later. We got like shit faced dude. That was a, that was a fun one. Yeah. But so then Alan came on again with Anthony Guerrero, a couple weeks ago, and he had to like do something in the morning. So it was like a completely different Alan. You right. know, he was like, "No, I'm I'm not really drinking at this time." But I was like, oh, "Come on, <laughs> I wanted the crazy guy." But uh,
1: is he still local?
0: I believe so. Yeah, South Elgin. Yeah. yeah. He's a cool dude. He used to
1: live right by uh right by me. I don't know if I honestly haven't talked to him in a long time. I should reach out to him.
0: Yeah, he's a cool dude. You should yeah, you should definitely hit cool. him up. What about who else? What what's happened since you were on the last time which we, you know, what's something we haven't talked about cuz we talked about your job. I feel like we shouldn't go back to that, right?
1: Yeah, no. Um work is good. Honestly, yeah. Is it trending in the right direction since the last
0: time we talked? You yeah. got more uh, business or something? Or yeah,
1: it's it's going good. Kind of just focusing on uh, relationships and, and building, you know, stronger relationships. Kind of more, just upfront and honest, shooting shit. You know, nice. It's not like when when I'm calling them or they're calling me. I'm like, oh shit. What <laughs> you know? It's just kind of like, hey, what's going on? What right. are you doing it's, this week? You it's know, regular. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um not a whole lot is new, I guess, uh trying to figure out the next steps in, in my life and where I'm trying to go. Um wise and um investments and I want a new car, you know, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of different things going on, but uh what are you looking at? Um I'm looking at either an Audi or a Mercedes for a car. Nice. Um I don't know, it's just kind of German engineering. Yeah. Um, but the more, you know, the closer I get to it and, you know, I see a car that I like, like it's $50,000. Like, I mean, it's kind of a stupid almost, you know, right now, especially because we all know that, you know, it's the highest car prices have ever been. And, um, so I don't know. I'm taking my time. I have no rush, you know? Um, but same thing too. It's like, okay, I get a $50,000 car even if I make really good money. I mean, if I want to get a house, you know, there's there's just so many costs that start adding up once you yeah. um, you know, if you actually do the math. Like someone says, "Okay, a $50,000 car." It's like, "Well, if you pay it over 60 months and you put 10,000 down, whatever, blah blah blah." You got you know close to a thousand dollars, but then you have insurance and you have maintenance, then you have gas, then you have, you know, you need to have an emergency fund, right? And breaks. then yeah. you know stuff like that, and then it's like, okay, well, what if you want to get an apartment or buy your own house? And then you're like, okay, if it's just a hundred thousand dollars, you start doing the payments there. Well, that doesn't include utilities, homeowners insurance, blah blah blah. The the list just starts going on and on. You want a dog, you you know. Yeah, I know, man. It's, it's crazy. <clears throat> I don't want to
0: move out either. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and I'm super, you know, I'm super thankful and, and, and blessed that my mom, I'm living with my mom, you know, she is, she's not going to kick me out. You know, I yeah. do my stuff around the house that I need to do and um, stay out her way. She stays out on my way. And, uh, nice. So. Yeah, I
0: mean, we, we've talked about it a bunch, but house prices are like crazy. Like the percentage of a person's income compared to like ten or like twenty years ago is it it's just like way off. Mm-hmm. It, it, a house costs so much more now than uh, than it used to. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's.
1: Well, there was this uh, this graph that I was it was like the the cost of a house per month, like if you bought a house, purchased, and then the cost of renting, and. I think, like, the cost to purchase a house, it used to, renting and purchasing used to, the line stayed close, but it was obviously going up over time. Um, but now, like, the cost to purchase a house has just, like, way surpassed renting. Even though renting is, like, beyond expensive, too. I think, like, the average is, it's like 1500 bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was regional or if that was just across the U.S., um, but it was just an interesting little graph to look at. I thought,
0: all right, conspiracy you had already, but is that a way to keep people renting so that there, no one actually owns anything? You know, like if you, if you make the price of buying so much more higher, but renting way cheaper, you know, like that's what I'm trying not to do is I don't want to rent because I want to eventually own the thing that I'm paying towards. Right. But if yeah. you can't do that and you have to rent, then you'll never actually ever own anything, you know?
1: It's a good point, um, even though if you really think about it, it couldn't be, like, all that possible, right? Because someone who owns the house, the only reason you would rent it out is because you would be able to make more money from it, right? Right. So they may be, media or whatever, may be trying to, make people rent and saying it's the right or it's the better option. You know, you don't have any liabilities. You're done after your year. You want to be out, you get out and you go somewhere else. Um But in real- all reality, you hear, I hear the same on the other side. Like you want to buy a duplex and live in one side and rent the other and have that pay for your mortgage, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Um So I think you, you can't be, um, can't be dumb to the you got to you got to do your research with everything nowadays, you know. I, and I wanted to rent. I was like I'm going to get out of school, I'm going to start my job, I'm going to get a car. I'm going to go rent, you know. And then I get out. And of course, it's the worst time to buy a car, worst time to get a house. Um and then I'm thinking, you know, there's a bunch of my buddies at at work who have their own place and are renting. Right. Um there's a bunch of different age groups and I see them rent and rent and rent and rent. And it's just money down the drain. For sure. It's, it's like literally there's no point. So that would
0: kill me to send that check every month. Oh
1: yeah. And some of them are paying like seventeen hundred bucks. I'm like it's it's a lot of money. I mean Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. <sighs>
1: and they want to go out to the bars and do this and whatever. I don't know. I I'm planning on just hunkering down, you know, focusing on on saving and putting, you know, close to 50% in investments for now. You know, as I when I was in later in high school, I was trying to save like a few hundred a month, you know.
0: I definitely remember you doing like a 100 bucks a month for the rest of your life equals $10 million, so you had some whole, like, scheme where it was, like, all you have to do is keep saving, which is true, right? I mean, if you do put away a certain amount each month, it will accumulate, but I'm just never committed enough. I can't, you know, I'll, I'll try to start saving, you know, I just, like, slowly stop, or, oh, something comes up, you know, you have to pay for this instead, you know. Yeah. Get lazy with it.
1: I've actually set up my, um, my checking account to... I've got all these different accounts now. I've got like four different, four different accounts that money goes to on the first of every month. So today, oh nice. Um, I have a savings. I have, um, I have like an investing part in Chase. Uh, so those are two accounts. I have a mutual fund that I go into every month, and then two. I'm seeing a financial advisor now. Um, and we're kind of going over a couple things. So I'm sending him like 500 bucks a month, um, nice to kind of put up and good for you, man. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I just want to see how it, how it goes for a year. Um, and kind of just, um, I know the date I started, I know, you know, after a year, year, I'll kind of go over it with them. Um, and savings, the uh, chase Invest thing, mutual funds, and then kind of what I'm doing with him. Damn, bro. Um, but I think it's it's really right now for me, it's the best thing I can be doing. If I'm not, I, I don't need to be going to the casino every every Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Because I ha- I was for a little bit, dude. I was spending like, I'd lose like 500 bucks and I'd wake up the next morning and I'd be like, that was stupid. Yeah. Like literally stupid. <laughs> it only took me twice and I'm like, dude, you're not going back. Yeah. Like
0: you're just not going um I do not have that gene for whatever reason I do not have the gambling thing like I and I'm so happy like yeah. I, I I see my friends and everything. Just,
1: oh. well that like that's you know the only thing I was doing like I've never placed a sports bet I've oh, never wow. I've never had DraftKings or wow. whatever you want to call them yeah. um the only time I think I've attempted to do it was one of my friends was like, you get like $200 in free bets. Like you don't even have to spend, put a dollar into the account. Like it just gives you 200 bucks. And uh, I ended up, he told me about it. He sent me his link and I texted my dad. I was like, hey, like send me this link. It'll give you, you know, 200 bucks. Well, in the fricking terms and conditions, it says you can't like have the same last name. Uh, Like you can't be family (laughs) members to like, cheat the system so i didn't even get it oh damn <laughs> i should have just done my friends and we could add 200 bucks <laughs> stupid yeah um but yeah I, I think you know covid just really changed changed my uh my perspective on on money you know do you know how many kids our age are like a hundred grand and dead and from college and <sighs> it's like actually insane. Dude, um,
0: I would be terrified. I'd be sweating every night.
1: So, I think, you know, even if you have a savings account, I think you're better off than most. <laughs> Seriously. I Yeah. There's so many people that just do not get it and they're never going to get it.
0: And then you zoom out and you go, if you make $35,000 or more, you're like in the 1% of the of the world. Like you're like a, you know, it's Yeah. Where in America that's like bullshit. It's like 35 grand. Uh, I can't live off that, but compared to the rest of the world, you're king, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'm like pissed. I'm like, I don't know if I can afford the second vacation this year. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> <That's funny.
1: laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I want to go on a vacation too, man. I just don't, Hey, I don't know where to go. And two, it's, it's hard to take time off and being a freight broker.
0: Um, Is there a rem- work work remotely option
1: yeah, technically I can. Like, I have, I can have my computer. I can do everything on my laptop. It's in, it's in my car. I take it everywhere with me. Yeah. Um, something may happen. Most of the time I have it. I don't need it. But it's that one time you don't have it and you need it. And you're calling your coworkers and you're like, hey, can you look up this and that? And
0: yeah, that sucks. Um, and you also have to be not on the offense like you're not going to be trying to sell anybody while you're on vacation like you're kind of losing that part of it even though you're maintaining your current lines yeah. or whatever you call it
1: um, if you went <coughs> on vacation you wouldn't really try to do any, any prospecting or, or sales calls right, um, for the week or, or however long But um, did you hear about Witty's
0: job what he's doing now Mm-mm. so he's selling these sports packages to like uh, high end like billionaire type Guys, and I uh, like right when we talked to him, he was pushing this Ryder Cup package. It was like 30 tickets to the Ryder Cup with like a bourbon tasting one night, a wine tasting. It's like a spa day, uh, getting fitted for clubs. Like, it was like this whole big thing, you know. And he's like, okay, for the low price of $120,000, you can get 30 tickets to the thing. Um, to, you're calling businesses and basically pitching it. He's like, you can take your staff, you can take your clients, you know. It, you know, they also do like Super Bowl tickets and March Madness shit and like you know all these big sporting events. He's like, the, you know, the Olympics are coming to the United States next year or in two years or something, and World Cup and really really cool. But it sounds like he's just getting nose all day long and just like oh, that's that's a tough thing to handle. You know, I I understand you're kind of in a similar position where you're calling cold calling people or whatever, but whew.
1: yeah, sales is, um, uh, sales is, it's tough. Um, you just gotta be, you gotta be persistent, you know, right. inconsistent. Um, you're going to get told no 99.9% of the time. Um, you can be a good salesman and get that down to like 99%, but I mean, you just gotta be mentally strong and, you're gonna get told no, and it, they call it smile and dial. You
0: just, okay,
1: <laughs> you get told no, you hang up and call the next person, and you gotta be if you're sitting there. Hey, it's Connor. They're gonna be like, no. Like, you gotta be you know lively and um, all that good stuff. But yeah, if you go on vacation, it would just basically be upkeeping with my current customers. If they call me or or whatever the case is, um, need me to book some more loads, I can do that. But when you think about a vacation, like I, I, I would, I would want to put my phone down and leave it, you know, in the room and just go for a day on the beach or on the boat or whatever.
0: Do you think you could actually do that though, or I do you couldn't. think you'd get bored?
1: For for three days, yeah, I'd okay. love to do that. You know, um, seven days. I don't need seven days. Right. No. I agree. As much as I want to go to Europe for like a month, it's just like. I feel like after a while it would get boring. I don't know. I think that's a little bit different. But like, if you're on a beach, I mean, after three days, what? I mean, you can. After three days after three days of drinking, I mean, I'd want to go home or sleep it off for a full day. Um, but Europe would be different. Like if I'm backpacking and true, you know, going there's this you know historical spot here and then. Two days later, you make it 500 miles to the next month, you know, and you're staying at these cabins or whatever you're doing. uh, That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Um, Isaiah and Cravolia
0: are going to Thailand and uh, they're doing an entire month or like 28 days or something like that. He said the flight was like 750 bucks there and back. And then like another 600 for room and board for the entire month. Like it's (sighs) like peanuts, dude. Like it's so cheap. Wow. Uh and you know, they're staying in the main city and then they're gonna go to two different islands like halfway through the month. I'm just like, that sounds fucking awesome. Damn. And then food is only you know, it's like two fifty average a meal or something like that, you know. Like so times three, and then even if you ball out for the dinner every night, it's like you're two dollars and fifty cents? Something crazy like that, yeah. Like you're cause all you're getting is like street food and you know, like mm. noodles and skewers and shit. I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be hard to eat, but you got Carvolio, who's like a chef now, so he kind of Knows what to, uh, yeah. Maybe knows a little bit more about what the kind of food is, you know. But
1: just are they saying just for the fuck? Like why? Why Thailand? I guess.
0: What well, I think because it's a cheap tourist destination. Okay. Also, it's beautiful, right? You're uh, in the South China Sea or whatever the fuck. Um, and then also, I think Cavalli wants to go there specifically for food. I think he wants to.
1: Kind of like his path. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, he died. Jeff Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. My hero. That's what he used to For sure. I used to watch I used to watch him a little bit. I always thought he was kind of a character, but
0: For sure. So where would you want to go
1: on vacation? I don't know. I don't really care. Um like Bahamas, Caribbean? To me those are all it's all the same in a sense. Like it's it's getting away. Yeah. Um
0: an island somewhere. Yeah. Key West or whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah, like not not Florida or I'd like to go out of the country for sure. Um, I remember Parvin one time him and all of his family went um I don't know where they went, but like the water was like see through and it was like this cool <laughs> shade of blue and you could you know, they're sitting there in like a little canoe and the the water's just like yeah. there's no little ripples or anything and I was like, dude that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. You know. That like that's not awesome. What would that be, like, Belize or something? It could be
0: Belize. That's, like, Central America. I thought Harvin was, like, Filipino. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe
1: it was the Philippines.
0: I don't know. Bali or some shit. I don't know. Uh, completely different, but we're going to... So my sister's going to community college at Auburn, and then she's, like, rooming with her friend who's going to Auburn in Alabama. Yeah,
1: that's where my, uh, that's where my sister went. Oh no way. Yeah. I didn't know you even had a sister. Yeah. Oh wow. she's uh she's my half sister, so she's my okay. dad's daughter. Okay. Older? Yeah. Obviously. She's I think I'm twenty four, so she's gotta be like thirty, I think. I haven't really talked to her in a long time. Okay, cool. But uh She liked it at least or yeah. She was um she was on the dance team. Um so she was, you know, every football game she was on the field and, <laughs> That's awesome. and all that stuff. So she got a full ride. She Whoa. did um she did like meteorology at first and she switched to um like admin, kinda like school dean type stuff. And uh now she's in New York City doing she works for some college in New York City ish and she's a, a dean there. That's awesome. So she loves it there. Very cool. Um yeah.
0: Probably so, better than Weather Girl. That'd be like a tough gig.
1: Yeah. She but she would have been really good at it. Um she was very, you know, outspoken, people person, uh, good looking. Um, She would have been good for it. I think there's just a lot of stress and hours are different. You could be a dean and kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I think. nine to five for yeah. sure. Yeah. But War Eagle.
0: Yeah. All right. Exactly. War Eagle. Okay. Yeah. So I'm confused. Are they the War Eagles or are they the Tigers? I feel like there's also like a
1: Tiger so I d- mascot. I don't know that story, but. <laughs> All I know is like uh, that's their motto is War Eagle. Okay. Yeah. So that's p- a good question. I never even thought about
0: that. So the girl that uh, she's staying with, is my parents' friend, he he also went to Auburn. Uh, I think he went for like seven years or something like that. Is the big joke he was there forever. I think that's where he met his wife and everything as well. So, but anyways, they got a bunch of tickets to some football games. So, somebody dropped out. Long story short. My parents and I are going with Riley to an Auburn-Old Miss game, SEC, like in October. So I'm really hyped about that. That's cool. It's going to be super fun. I'll be able to see my sister again, which, you know, it'll be like a couple months since I'd seen her. Uh, And then, obviously, SEC, huge, packed game. I'm I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, I've been to an Auburn game before. Don't remember a lot of it, but it was very fun. Yeah. It's a cool campus. Cool. Um, We were worried about this hurricane because it's crushing Florida, right? Yeah, it just came through. Um it hit I think um might have been Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning I think it it rolled through. Um started on the on the west side of Florida on the Gulf and then came across. So that's a big thing in in logistics is if you have any prospects or customers that are down there trucks start going crazy and oh you want to send me to florida you're gonna have to double the right. you know, double the double the price you're gonna originally pay me and um so that's but yeah i mean i got a couple responses everyone was like oh i'm okay like don't worry nice and i was like okay perfect right you know?
0: i don't lose money this week <laughs> right see everyone wants to move to florida and everything with the COVID stuff and blah 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 and the nice weather but you literally get hit with a hurricane like every
1: 5 years if you're lucky not even every 5 years it's like years. every year last year was hurricane Ian i mean it's just a different part of florida i think that gets hit
0: you know right depending on the big swoop and that's the same thing with the caribbean it's like they're they're getting crushed every single year by tropical storms at
1: least if not a hurricane well that's what I, it's almost like how do you insure a house like if you're an insurance company I wouldn't, I would just say no, we're not insuring Florida.
0: Yeah, does everybody just pay crazy insurance rates because you're just paying to fix it?
1: Well, it might have been last year where Hurricane Ian, I think it was, and it was like there was a bunch of insurance companies that just went under. Like <laughs> they were just smaller. It wasn't, you know, a, it, yeah. a progressive or a state farm. Um, and it was just like they just defaulted and everybody was sol shit
0: out of luck right
1: right. okay
0: i just realized so almost every commercial is either like pills and medicine right which is crazy obviously right like the united states is the only country besides new zealand that even allows medicine to be marketed on tv i think Mm -hmm. but then the other commercials are all just like all state progressive state fund it's literally just all insurance companies that that's crazy, right? It's like like Jake from State Farm that like made him cool, right? He kind of looks like Drake now. And like, then
1: Flow from Progressive,
0: right? But like, why is that? The thing like you're selling insurance. It's not even like a tangible product, you know. You're not selling at least McDonald's is food. Like yeah. that kind of makes sense that it's everywhere. But like insurance, just have so much money to blow in making a movie every month for a commercial. I mean,
1: I think it's the same thing with like the Super Bowl, right? So you have like. You always have your Budweiser and whatever other the top three um, beer companies will put out their commercial, right? And then at the end, it's like they think they're going to gain that extra percent of market share by the end of the Super Bowl right. based on their commercial. So I think to answer your question, I really don't know why it's all medicine and, and insurance. But I think it just ultimately if... If you want to gain or have any market share, you have to be in the ad space. And I think insurance companies and pharmaceutical companies are really the only ones that care. <laughs> everybody else, like, pharmaceuticals will, will spend this amount of money and so will insurance companies. I think everybody else is like, fuck that. I'm not spending however right. much money it is to put an ad at 3 o'clock on a Sunday, you know?
0: yeah. Yeah, the Super Bowl thing's crazy. I
1: feel like that's
0: almost over now. Like, growing up, it felt like you had to watch the Super Bowl commercials because at, at school the next day, everyone was going to talk about all yeah. the commercials. We're not, I'm, maybe I'm, we're just older, but I, just, I feel like it's not the same.
1: It's not It's not all that hyped up.
0: Even the halftime show thing. I mean, I guess people still talk about that. but, but
1: the, the halftime show stuff is is starting to get... It's starting to make me mad because <laughs> it's all, like, devilish and...
0: Rihanna last year was like all red and she was on the floating panels and
1: shit but the year before that it was the weekend and it was the same there was all these like after the fact of course like the media that gets shown to me is all like kind of one sided on like oh did you think about this or whatever (laughs) and I'm like oh I don't know but uh, that was sort of a satanic (laughs) dance wasn't it (laughs) 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 Um. but yeah I just think it's weird like uh, at work couple days ago they were just playing the 2001 um it was like the Dallas Cowboys or whatever it was um Crete or Cree Creed, Creed was playing With arms wide open and so it was like right after um September 11th like yeah. uh whatever and Can I don't know you take me high? he's like flying yeah. yeah and it was completely different you know so it just it's funny you brought that up because I was thinking about it. It's like, and I think, too, this whole whatever they're doing with The Weeknd and Rihanna, somebody's funding it to be that way. Yeah. You know, like back then, I think Creed or, or whatever his name is, will give you this much money to go give it hell, you know, and he right, did. Right, and right, And now right, it's right. like we're going to set this performance up to, you know, The Weeknd didn't put any of that together. <laughs> You basically had to learn everything and the sets they made. It, I mean, it's extravagant. It looks awesome. Yeah. But uh I think the meaning behind it is just a little bit. But they also did
0: the, when it was the at SoFi Stadium, it was like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. And they did like the whole like West Coast rappers thing. That was kind of cool. That wasn't really satanic. That was just sort of like, I don't yeah. know. That was, just that, for, was, that was like for rap, I felt like. It's been like rock bands for 70 years and they like, oh, yeah, I guess we'll do, like, a black artist this time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the well,
0: entire league is all black dudes. are like, yeah, I guess we'll do, you know.
1: When was that? When was the 50 Cent one in that?
0: I thought it was the Rams and, I want to say 49ers, but I don't even know if that's possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like 50 Cent was sense. hanging upside down. He was, yeah. like, doing
0: the, the, the sit-ups or whatever the fuck. Everyone was calling him fat.
1: No, now that you say that, I do remember that.
0: It's definitely Rams. I can't remember who they played, but
1: I at the end of the day, I don't watch football. Like right. I do, but I don't have a fantasy. You know, everybody at work is you know fantasy. All my buddies are like fantasy. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing that shit.
0: I'm in my first fantasy league this year. Do not know a thing about football. But so we did a big draft on Tuesday. It was like two hours long, bro. It was fucking intense. Um but
1: how'd you pick your guys? Did you just go off like that list that tells you?
0: So yeah, you, you have a list on the app that was uh, ranking all the players. And then we, we bought this whole board and stickers. So then yep. anytime somebody drafted somebody, we'd put them stickers. So then you'd have to like, be like kind of crossing it off in your head and like double checking. That's why it was so intense. Um, but yeah, I, again, I really didn't know what to do. And I was like watching YouTube videos, like strategy, like on my way there, I'm like, fuck, I need to like figure this out. And I know like a decent amount of the players. I did know it the first at least five rounds of players. I pretty much okay. knew everybody after that. It, it's like, you're just picking random shit, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, uh, like, okay, he's on the chiefs. I literally did that like three times. I'm like, oh, he's on the chiefs. So fuck it. I guess i am just pick <laughs> this guy. Um, but no, I got Joe Burrow and I got Christian McCaffrey. So those are kind of my two big players. Um, but I don't know. My, my friend who's like the, the league guy, Jaron, the guy that you know, yeah. um, He bought, like, a fake Lombardi trophy and, like, all the shit. I'm like, he's going going all in. But that's
1: how, like, well over 50% of the drafts or whatever do it. They have these trophies, and it's been going on for 10 years, and, you know.
0: Yeah, he wanted to make it a dynasty league or some shit where we'd have the same team next year. So it's like, you know, that way at the end of the season, people don't just, like, trade shit away. Just, like, you know, we have to keep it, like, you know, competitive. And I'm just like. Politics. (laughs) I'm like, What? It's like, well, well, if you're not gonna make the playoffs, you're just gonna trade away all your good players. You know, like you could you know you share the money with the guy. It's like what? <laughs> no one's doing that. But uh it's fun. It's also cool that he's it's it's fun that someone cares so much that they're, they're doing the whole yeah. thing, you know, because I again I don't, I don't really give a shit, but
1: I think uh too um what my friends were saying was like, dude just join like you get into like a group chat and it basically just keeps you all like continuing to talk. True is is another big part of it. You know, you're talking shit amongst each other, and uh, I'm going to kick your ass this week. Like, no, I have this, 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 and who, here's who I'm matched up with. They're going to score way more than you could, ever could, whatever.
0: Right. Um, you're talking shit. Yeah, plus at the end of the season we're planning on doing something, talking together again, then maybe something in the middle or whatever. You know, go to the one guy's house and watch games one day, but we'll see. It's so hard to make time for everybody now. You know, it's crazy the older you get. Yeah. No time to do shit, but I am excited to watch football. I do like watching football, so yeah. it'll be a good time. I love the fall, man. It's getting cold, cold in the morning. It's like 50 degrees. I'm like, oh, it's finally
1: coming. You My know? mom was putting freaking like the orange and red leaves on right. our windows <laughs> when I, as I was like eating dinner when I got home, Yeah, and I was like, oh, is that fall? And she's like, no. And she's like... <laughs> Or I said, is it Halloween? And she's like, no, it's fall. Right. It's like, okay, we're not like putting the pumpkins up yet and this and that. But
0: My well, mom's the same way. As you can tell, there's a lot of decorations everywhere, but mm-hmm. they slowly get seasonally different. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, know. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I have a, I have a feeling that I'm going to have to be Ken this Halloween. I can just see that in my future.
1: Really? I think so. Did you go see the movie?
0: We did see the movie, yeah.
1: Really? I haven't seen it.
0: I actually liked it. I did think it was funny. It was really funny. There's a lot of good jokes. There was definitely, like, a little twinge of political, like, women or whatever. But, honestly, I thought it was, like, totally fine and exactly what you'd expect for a, like, female movie. Like, if they didn't do it, it'd be almost, like, weird, you know? Like, I didn't think it was too much is my point. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was good.
1: Yeah, from what I heard is, uh, like, basically Barbie is expected to be a certain way and or vice versa. And someone ends up, you know, kind of convincing her to like be your own person. Or is that kind of a gist of what happens? So Margot right Robbie
0: then? is the main Barbie. Yeah. And then everything's normal. Everything's fine. Everything's the exact same way every single day. Hey Barbie. Hi Barbie. That's like the main scene, right? And everybody does the same thing in Barbie land, but then they're having a party and she's like, what if I killed myself? And everyone's like, what? Like, Barbie doesn't say that, right? They all freaked out. And then they're like, what's going on? And they realize that the girl that's playing with, with her in the real world, like playing with that Barbie, is feeling sad. So then Barbie has to go to California to uh, fix the girl that's playing with her, right? And help her make her feel better. Okay, That's the the premise of the movie. Got it. Um, but then while they're in California, Ken realizes that... Because <clears throat> in, in the Barbie world... Like, the judges are all Barbies, all women. You know, Ken is, like, the second-class citizen, essentially. Like, nobody really likes Ken or whatever. And there's a bunch of different Kens, and there's a bunch of different Barbies, right? Huh. Uh, but so then when Ken goes to... Ryan Gosling goes to California, he realizes men are in charge, and there's this whole, like, montage where, like, men in suits are shaking hands, and, like, cowboys are, like, shooting <laughs> guns, and, like, he's just like, holy shit. And then, like, he realizes, like, men are the shit. Goes, sneaks back to Barbie world before Barbie goes back, and then takes it over, and then... All the Kens are like, we're in charge. They're like drinking beers and they, they're like have Mojo Dojo Casa Houses and like all this stupid shit. It's really funny. And uh all the girls are wearing bikinis and stuff. And then Barbie has to like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. Women can be in charge, too. And I don't know. I thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, he's like, at first I thought horses ran the world. Then I realized it was actually men. <laughs> just like such <laughs> a weird, stupid. Um, cool. It was fun. It's so stupid, but Riley and I went to. I wanted to go to Old Republic, which is right in front of the movie theater. Right, yeah. like let's go to dinner there. And we were kind of running late, and she's like, "I don't know if we're having enough time. It's going to be busy there." You know, blah blah. blah. So we decided to go to Applebee's instead. Right? Okay. She's like, "No one's going to be there. We'll get in and out. We'll get to the movie on time. We had like exactly an hour to eat or something like that." Right? And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, Applebee's. Fuck it. We'll get like cheap drinks and stuff. You know, dude." so bad so bad it was like it was like a like fast food quality food in a restaurant like you know
1: three employees in the whole place
0: dude so bad there was like a big family with this big table and there was like the handicapped kid with them and then there's like this dude wearing like blue camo cargo shorts and like the new balance shoes and you're just like what the fuck is this it was so bad <laughs> I was like kind of pissed like we could have been just fucking over there you know um but older
1: public it's popping for sure. They got that, they got that out back place with the stage. And I mean, they're there, you have a cover to go outside on the weekends. <laughs> there's a cover, <laughs> it's like a ten dollar cover wow. to get in the back, and then you'll still be waiting for a half hour to get a table. That's crazy. That's, that's good outrageous. for them, though, because I remember when it was a lone star, and yeah, it was desolate, there's nobody ever there,
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at their neighbors. It's literally Applebee's and, like, IHOP or some shit. I don't even
1: think IHOP's still in business.
0: I don't know. What's your brunch spot? Do you ever ever go anywhere for brunch?
1: Culver's. What? Or, like, Sweetberry or... I don't know. Culver's or Sweetberry? Yeah, it's... I mean, you Get a burger? You wake up and... I don't know, maybe it's 11 o'clock, you're... Oh, yeah, Culver's is open I'll go get a little burger
0: There's a great Bourdain clip Where someone asks him What do you get What's the best hangover cure And he goes um, You order the hottest Thai food you can Real spicy Hot peppers Get an ice cold Coca-Cola And smoke a joint And watch movies all day He's like That's the best hangover cure huh. like, God damn That sounds pretty <laughs> fucking good
1: <laughs> Hot stuff when you're hungover i gotta try that. i guess yeah
0: just gets the the, the peppers get the the nose running I, I, I can see flowing. it i can see it so um we had my friend carter's wedding right and uh, i was the the best man and uh it was crazy it was like a whole weekend we stayed at a hotel in geneva on the water and then wow. it was at a golf course eagle brook have you ever been there before yeah. beautiful golf course um so yeah, on Friday night, we did like the rehearsal dinner, so we were just like with everybody the whole night. Then we went out shopping and got some stuff for the next day. And then we spent we went out to dinner, and then um, we woke up. She knocked on the door at 6.45 on our door, just like wedding day, all the stuff. I mean, Riley, like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? So we had to get up and get ready, and a million people showed up. She had uh I think it was two photographers, a videographer, a social media manager, a wedding planner, and then the whole staff for the golf course. It was insane, dude. It was crazy. Wow. We did like six hours of pictures or something stupid. And like but uh the whole wedding was fun. Her her family was cool. She had this uncle from Tennessee that came up and like he bought like a hundred McDoubles at one point and just like brought him back so we are all like dressed up and we are like eating McDonald's in the hotel. It was super fun. Um the ceremony was really cool. We did a whole part where the the guy doing this uh, what is it called? Not it's not a pastor but like the
1: Technically it is, I think.
0: Right. There's a different word. Anyways. Yeah. He's like, "Uh and now the best man, can you give me the ring?" I had to like check my pockets and like, oh shit, and like do one of those and like look yeah. around, and then a, like his little brother like popped up and was like, here you go, and gave me the box, and we're like, oh yeah, and everybody laughed and stuff, and it was super fun. It was a fun time.
1: Yeah, I can I won't do a big wedding. <laughs> I will not. There's no way. I mean, what do you think something like that costs? What they did.
0: <sighs> they balled out. They spared no expense. It was 120 people, which I. Th- what I heard that day was that that's kind of a small to average sized amount, um, but everything was high end. So I, I don't know what it could have cost. $50,000, I have no, 30000 I have no idea. I, I could be, it could have been a hundred thousand. I, I really yeah. have no idea.
1: I have no idea what a wedding costs nowadays.
0: The, like the destination wedding sounds cool, right? You have like 10 people. It's like her parents and siblings and your parents and siblings and like your best friends. That's cool. I like that idea, but it is also kind of cool to like look back now and be like, well, we did have that fun party, you know, and stuff, but it's like, is that worth a car? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If you got it like that, it doesn't matter, right? For sure. But like we did my sister's wedding two years ago in our backyard, which we have a lot of space and everything, but, and I'm, I'm sure it was half the price of that, but it's still like a ton of money, you know, and you have to pay for all the food and you have to set the whole thing up and you know, it's, it's a lot of work. You need a girlfriend before you can get married, though, Connor. Yeah. Uh, Connor?
1: For sure. Which, uh, not really looking, just kind of hanging out. No. Um, not, not like in any, like, oh my God, I need a girlfriend or I want a girlfriend. Just vibing, hanging out, doing my thing. Don't have any, like, anyone, you know? Over my shoulder, hey, let's go do this, let's go do that, you know. That's good. I think that'll change in, you know, shortly I think I'll get, like, FOMO or whatever it is. Be like, okay, I should probably settle down. And But like I said, I'm, you know, still at my mom's house. I'm not, you know. It's difficult to go on a date and be like, hey, come back to Exactly. it's That's the truth, though. Like, that's kind of what the thought process is. It's like, yeah, you know, okay, we go on a couple of dates, go our separate ways after, and then you know what happens when you know you wanna like go hang out and whatever. It's like I'd I'd much rather just have my own place and you know not have any worries of you know. Yeah, it's just a privacy
0: thing, really. Yeah, it'd be so hard if I wasn't dating Riley to like. Try to have a girl start hanging out here, like yeah. I don't even know if I like the girl yet, and I have to like introduce her to my parents. That'd be horrible, you know. Yeah, for <laughs> sure.
1: Um,
0: I mean, I've talked to a few people, and do you ever you know, do like a hotel, like a cheap hotel,
1: one night or something? Um, not in, not in the past year and a half, two years. Okay, um,
0: and you have kind of been a relationship guy. You've had a couple different long term yeah. relationships, I'd say right
1: yeah i definitely i know how to be in a relationship. it's yeah. not like uh I'm scared to be in one i think you know i'm I'm doing us both a favor to whoever the other side is <laughs> you know it's just i probably wouldn't uh i wouldn't be the best i'm not i'm just not partner. in the right yeah I'm just not the right partner yet i think um yeah, and that's okay, you know
0: it's okay. I do, I am jealous of that sometimes where it's like, like you said, there's no one looking over your shoulder. Or, I mean and Riley, you asked me earlier, like, oh, so it's Friday nights, does she get pissed that you don't see her? And I'm like, well, no, but that means that Saturday I'm going to see her, you know? And, yeah. and and that's fine. I love that. I want that. But at the same time, if something comes up on Saturday, well, I have to say no because I have to make time for her. So, or you, you can kind of do whatever you want. Like when Tito was here. Ryan's asking him about the kids and family. He's like, oh, I love it, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And He's like, yeah, but, you know, if you wanted to, you could just go and drive on Lakeshore Drive right now. He's like, I can't do that shit. Like, I got to go home and see my kids and wife, you know. It's like, yeah. You've got a certain kind of freedom that you don't have. So it's, it's, it's positive and negatives for, for both situations, right?
1: Yeah. And I'm still kind of like a lone body. Like, I like to be by myself, you know. Like, I'm totally fine with, you know, not going out. You know, everybody, like just friends, like they could go out or, you know, have this big thing planned and I'm totally fine with like not doing anything or going over and seeing my dad or, you know, hanging out with my brother, um, doing more simple things. You know, I'm not necessarily like a big, oh, let's go like party out in the city. I like doing that a couple of times a year for sure. 100%. Yes, I feel you know? the same way. Um yeah but a lot of the time you know I like to go the amount of times I'll just go to the golf course by myself yeah and go into the pro shop and I'm like I'm I'm ready to go for the next available tee time and they're like okay well there's three other people and I'm like perfect right and go shoot shit with three random people yeah. that I have no idea who they are they have no idea who I am it's basically like by the end of it, it's a judgment free zone like, <laughs> as long as they drink. And, you know, and the amount of people that I've met over the years, uh, just random people. Some of them aren't as fun as others, but some of them, it's like, you do what for work, right? you know, and then you're, you're learning. And, um, like there was this one guy at Bows Creek. I used to work in the mornings and golf in the afternoon. Um, and he was shipping containers of bud from overseas. Whoa! Yeah, I still have his number. I could text. I've wanted to like text him, <laughs> um, and I've also asked my bosses at work, like, could I like transport weed? And there's all these laws and regulations, so I haven't like hit him up about it. But um, there's like stories of, of brokers who can move like marijuana for like medical. Whoa. It's like 10,000, like you make $10,000 in profit per shipment and it's like moving like a hundred miles. Insane. But the, and the only reason is because the cost of the container, like the load value of the container is like multiple millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right. So basically like you have all these like escorts and all these crazy like, yeah. It's like an armored vehicle. Basically, it's like you can't... Right, because if you hijacked
0: a weed truck...
1: You're set. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, I don't How know... How is that not a movie? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, he was basically saying he was moving like... I don't know. He said, I think, like 10,000 tons of marijuana <sighs> into the United States. uh And I mean, just... Insanity. completely different breed right but at the same time the guy was like just your average dude just your average dude didn't drive a nice car didn't do anything crazy like that he's just um he had like some really bad like neck neck nerve issues um oh you told me about this guy he had like a beeper or something yes okay. yeah we played with uh Jaren Jaren's met the guy okay <laughs> that's crazy he had a drone on the course and everything yeah it was crazy um michael dewitt is his name shout out michael mikey d sorry if i dropped your name michael hopefully it doesn't get out and get you canceled right he's like i was shipping him from columbia dude <laughs> I I think it's like it was columbia i think that's nuts. um but yeah i've really wanted to like hit him up and be like bro do you have an open spot? (laughs) How do I get in on this? Is it, you know, am I going to get in trouble? Like if you get caught, are you in trouble? Are you doing everything legally? Um, who knows? Who cares? Right. So Schwartz's
0: brother-in-law is opening up a dispensary. Really? Yeah. He got somehow him and his partner got drawn in the raffle and he was able to get one of them. So he's opening it up in Aurora. We went to this like cannabis meetup one day. Um, is that how that works, a raffle? It's a raffle, yeah. They only give out X amount per year. And he got it, like, the very first year Illinois became legal. But because of all the paperwork and all the bullshit, like, we went to the dispensary, they were putting up drywall. So, like, they built up a brand-new building, but it's not open yet, obviously. But um, we went to this whole event where they were talking about all the different kind of jobs in the cannabis industry. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can make the edibles or you can sell the product or you can literally be like a salesman for a company, you know, they're just like different, just like any other business. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but so that's really cool. So once the store opens up, we're like, Oh, we got to have you on the fucking podcast. You can talk about, you know, in the first week, you're going to have crazy ass stories about all the people coming in and, you know, how much money are they going to make at a fucking dispensary? You know I mean? I can't
1: even imagine. Yeah, I do. I would like to see, like, what the, the margin percentage is compared to, like, a grocery store. You know, like, what are your, what's your ROI if you buy? What does a
0: liquor store make? They have to make a shit ton of money, right? But you'd think. But is right?
1: it is it that much? You just don't know.
0: Obviously, depending on how much business you have. But, like, restaurants, you know, it's like a 10, 10X Per drink, you know, like uh, you're paying ten dollars for a drink and it has one shot in it, and you're paying twenty dollars for the whole bottle. You know, so it's like you're making so much money. Obviously, the prices are a little different selling it wholesale or you know at a
1: liquor store. But uh, I don't know, man. It's got to be. crazy. I think you just have to look at foot traffic. You yeah, know, it's like a, a place like Old Republic. I think makes a lot of money, but a place like Applebee's, like how much downtime do they have? Like how how often are they actually that busy? Yeah, you know? they have.
0: One cook in the back, a hostess, and a bartender, and a server. And that's probably it. <laughs> right?
1: Besides, like, Friday and Saturday nights. You
0: know? Right. <laughs> when they call in two servers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: You want another drink? Yeah. I got yeah. beers, too. You, you want to stick with this?
1: Probably have another one of these. All right. No, I've
0: been consistent. I've been able to do uh, one every week.
1: <laughs> I tried to get my brother to come today, but he's got a... He's got a poker game going on at the house, so.
0: I know, man. I should have told you earlier that Schwartz was was bailing. We, I I knew I should. I, you would have had somebody to go. and I, I thought your brother too. But I'm like, I don't know if he would want to do it or mention it. But yeah. then right away, you're like, oh, my brother. And oh, well, was I was fun. thinking
1: about like bringing it up to you. I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he wouldn't care, and I was overthinking it. But then, I need
0: the younger demo.
1: Well, once you said that today, I was like, next time. Yeah, we'll the McGuffin he, brothers. He's down, yeah, he's down for sure. Okay, cool, awesome. And he's in real estate and stuff like that, so he's oh nice. Um, yeah, he's he likes that. Awesome. I couldn't do that. How
0: old is he? He's twenty-one now. Twenty. Wow. Yeah. He is Bailey's age. Um, I think so. I yeah, think.
1: I think they're in the same grade or yeah. they were. Yeah. Right. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, all he did was take a, a real estate class. And then all you basically have to do is take the the exam. There's a state and a federal, I believe. And most people, you know, it varies. Some people pass it on the first time. Some people take six tries. And it's like 90 days, I think, before you can take it again. Um, if you fail it. If you fail it. So he passed the state part the first time and failed the federal. So he had to wait 90 days, but he passed the state, so he didn't have to take that again, which was nice. Because mm-hmm. um, you know how, like, the ACT was? It was like you had to take the math, the reading, right. the science, <laughs> blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, so it was cool. He could just go back in and just basically study the countrywide real estate laws, and he passed it no problem the second time. Um, Good for him.
0: I had a real estate agent on in the beginning, this guy Parker Benning. You know that guy? He went to North.
1: Oh, huh. I feel like I would have watched that one but or listened to it.
0: Yeah, maybe it was like fifteen or fourteen. It was it was really early on. But uh Jaron lived with him for a while and friends with Carter and all those guys that I met through through Riverside. Um but I was just like, Oh, this guy's doing it like uh, you know, selling houses and he bought his own house pretty young and So, I'm just like, oh, this would be kind of an interesting character, you know. Uh, I should hit him up again. That'd be fun. My parents know this guy at their church who apparently sells, like, women's... What do they call it? Women's um, health products or something like that. But it's like... I I think it's, like, sex toys and, like, stuff like that, I guess. And, like, again, he goes to the church and he's like... He was posting stuff on his Facebook page like he had just started this online business, right? He was posting stuff on Facebook. And wow. the next Sunday, everyone's like, you know, John, uh, some, your your Facebook got hacked. And he's like, no, that's me. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, you know, God bless you. They're shaking their hand. They're just like, uh. <laughs> so I really don't know what they're selling. But it sounds like a lot of, like, uh, essential oils and stuff like that also. Like, it's not just. Yeah feminine products or whatever uh, I'm kind of like damn that sounds interesting I should interview this guy Like that'd be just like a weird random and apparently yeah. he's selling a lot of shit like I guess he's making a lot of money online I think he's like selling on Facebook I, I don't know the whole inside outs of the business but I think it'd be kind of cool Riley's like don't interview the dildo guy you know I'm like yeah. no like, I gotta interview this guy <laughs> that's funny so yeah, if I get this guy, I get the, these dispensary owners, you know, I kind of I'm accruing this weird uh, group of people. You know, yeah. I think it'd be fun.
1: Um, when does the when does the video camera come into play?
0: I know, I'm gonna get it. I promise, I will.
1: Not it's, that I don't, I really don't care. It's up to you, but uh, I just I'm curious.
0: Today I was mad. I'm like, I should just like post on Instagram, like. You're supposed to listen to this while you're driving or doing the dishes. Like, you're not you're not supposed to watch this, you know? Yeah. But that's not what I should do. I should just grow up and get by a camera and do it.
1: I mean, I guess, yeah, like, what's the difference? The only thing would be you just post it to YouTube, right? That'd yeah, exactly.
0: It's one more thing to do. But then people can see how many people are watching it. So I'm kind of nervous about that. Yeah, my mom I'm was nervy. asking
1: about it because... I guess I didn't tell her last time. Uh, she must have been out of town or something, and so I was yesterday or the day before. I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing a podcast tonight," and she's like, "Again?" I said again, and she's like, "What do you mean again?" What? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Drew, Drew Graf." Like, she's like, "Yeah, Drew Graf. I know who he is." <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, yeah, he does it. and She's like, well, why didn't you tell me the last time? I was like, I swear I did. Like, I didn't mean to not tell you. I'm not hiding it from you. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, can I listen? And I was like, of course. Hell like, yeah. Like, of course. Like, I don't care. You know? <laughs> Just take it with a grain of salt, I guess.
0: True, 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 true.
1: Um, But I heard the little clip of, like, your mom was like, I listened to the podcast. And I was yeah. like, okay, well. It's mom approved, <laughs> I guess. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> has she ever, like, said anything, like, Drew should think about, like, how you go about...
0: She's never said that, no. She's never been like, you You said something inappropriate. There has been one time where she got upset about something that I said.
1: About her? Or the I, family? I
0: think so. I th- I'm totally blanking on what it was now, but it was one of those, like,
1: no, 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 I'll
0: just, I'll just stop listening now. I'll just stop. I don't need, I don't need to listen, you know? And I'm like, first off, I don't care if you do or don't, you know, I think it's nice that she does obviously, but, um, I'm not doing it for her or whatever. Like I'm going to, we're going to do the show. However the show goes, right. If we're talking about aliens or drugs or whatever, we're going to talk about that shit, you know? Um, have I cut things out on purpose? Yeah. Because I know that my mom's listening. Yeah, that's probably good, right? I, I should yeah. keep myself on my toes a little bit, you know, not, not get too out of out of pocket. Um, but, no, overall, it's been good. And she was dying to do it. She wanted to do it months ago, you know. Really? But I kind of kept putting it off because I, I kept having people that wanted to do it. So my schedule was filled, and in my head, I'm like, if I need somebody, I'll, like a last-minute cancellation, I'll talk to my parents, right? But then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I need to, like, schedule with my mom because otherwise she's going to fucking freak out right <laughs> but she loved it i think she had a really good time um my dad liked it too i thought he was really good he was telling stories and um, yeah i don't know it was fun and also it's it's like it's like a diary you know like uh in 40 years or 80 years or whatever i'll be able to listen back to this or my kids can listen to it and be like oh shit that's what great grandma and grandpa sounded like you know i just think that's so cool
1: yeah
0: i think it's really cool um uh, I don't know. It's nerdy or weird or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's nice.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I want to bring this up, but so after we did ours, it took a couple weeks to come out. I listened to probably the first 20 minutes of of ours. Yeah. I didn't finish it. <laughs> I shut it off, and I was like, I don't, I think I know how this goes. But at a certain point, I was like, Phew, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think at the end there, we got a little bit, uh, a little bit rowdy. I don't I don't know. Could have been good.
0: I thought it was very good. Like I said, it's, I think it's my top rated episode right now. We'll see. Do the one or two, but, uh, yeah, we, we just kind of talk in the beginning and then it goes to like work your job. And then after that, we just kind of go bonkos. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, that's the best part, yeah. I, in my opinion. Right? That's that's but the that's, best part.
1: And there's uh, there's like a so Jim Carrey has never watched any of his movies. I don't know if you've known that. No. Um, there's an interview with him somewhere uh, that Weird. I saw many years ago, and it was like, you know, what do you think about your your performance in this movie? And he just replies back with basically, I don't know. I've never watched any of my movies. If the, you know, producer or director likes it, it is what it is. Um, right. And it was kind of the same thing for me. I listened to, like, 20, 20 minutes or so, and I was like, I don't really care. Did you hate your voice? No. I thought I sounded fine. Okay. I just... A lot of people say that. Um, I didn't necessarily want to hear it back.
0: <laughs> you That's know? Funny.
1: I used to hate it.
0: Now I... I I used to hate it, then I loved it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to listen to it, right? Like, I, I want to, like, hear all the different nuances and stuff and edit and everything. Now it's to the point where it's like, okay, this is just kind of like a job. Like, I need to, like, listen back to it to edit it to then be able to post it. Um, so I think I'm probably, like, in the healthiest spot right
1: now, I think. Um, now, yeah. if you can be honest, are you, are you still enjoying it as much as you once were, Like how are? What's your um, enjoyment level like from it? Still, are you still getting out what you wanted from it, or continuing to?
0: I still want to take over the the charts and become the number one podcast. I definitely want that. I definitely want to do better than it's doing. Um, I still like doing it. Like today, I was excited, but there was it was less than the first time because we'd already done it, right? So this time it's like. Well, no, it was, we already kind of broke the ice. I knew how you were going to be. I knew how you were the last time. Yeah. So I was just—it was just like, oh, I get to see my friend tonight, um, so I wasn't nervous or anything like that. Um, but yeah, there, there definitely is more of the last couple where it's like, oh fuck, I need to edit this and like get it out on time. There was a little bit more of like a—it's a job feeling. But uh, I think that's again, I think that's good that it's—it's it's like become part of my routine. You know, I don't know.
1: Um, well, yeah, if. If I'm being honest, I had a drink before before the <laughs> first one. I was, like, not nervous, but I was, like, you know, thinking about it nonstop. I was, like, what are we going to talk about? What is he going to bring up? Yeah. Um, and then this time I was, like, got home from work, you know, ate dinner. I was talking to my mom about it. I was, like, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a right, good time. Right, right, know? right,
0: um, I'm I'm sure I wrote down shit last time, like stories and stuff, or the last – twenty episodes I haven't written anything down because I'm just like, oh, we're just gonna roll. We're just gonna do it. So yeah. Maybe that's good. Maybe the people are at home are like, no, you should <laughs> write stuff down again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But
1: Well, I was almost thinking about like posting something so I'm like I'm gonna be on a podcast tonight, like what should we talk about?
0: Oh, I should do that. Yeah. I should definitely do that.
1: Or just like, I don't know, like what are what are current topics that you're curious to hear too? Fucking idiots talk about it, you know?
0: Yeah. So what I really need to do is go live on TikTok. That's my newest thing. Anthony Guerrero is making a bank selling Pokemon cards. I don't know if you listened to that one or not, but.
1: How come I don't know about this? Because I have like a full on Pokemon card collection. I've seen him post Pokemon cards like one time. And I slid up and I, you know, was like, hey, you need to like get those graded and da, 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 da. And I've never seen him post about it.
0: I think it's all on TikTok. So what he does is he has this big box of like 100 Pokemon cards per se. Right? He he buys them, and there's gonna there's a certain percentage that are gonna be high quality, certain percentage, right? And then he sells out each card. He writes a number on it, and then sells out all the cards to people in the live on TikTok for ten dollars a card. And then you pull the card out, and then you can you find out if you get a good one or a bad one. Right. So it's, it's like essentially this like whole gambling thing, mm-hmm. but then he's only buying each card for like $2 or whatever. Right. So he's making crazy money and I'll just like go on live for like hours. He'll have like a couple thousand people in the live and people are like chat in the chat, like talking shit and everything. And he's being funny with it. Like, Oh damn, you only got a Pikachu. Like, come on, you gotta buy a, You gotta buy another one, man. You're, you're going to get the next one. You know, he's like talking
1: shit to people and stuff. Oh, um, that's the crazy thing about TikTok for like a couple hours a week. You don't even like need us to support you nuts what do you mean like he doesn't need to post for like his friends to see right to be good right like he you can just start posting it's all on tiktok random people. and you can blow up so that's why i think if if i had my
0: phone propped up right here and just had a recording all of us talking right and um i wouldn't be able to edit it because it'd be live mm-hmm but I'd be getting all of these people that are new. Exactly. At all times. Because I'm getting like 100, 200 people each week on Instagram that aren't following me, that see my reel, but that's not the same as like 1,000 people, you know? (laughs)
1: Do you you hashtag your stuff at all?
0: Before you post it, you can click like hidden hashtags, and every time I just do like comedy, comedy, friendship, humor, there's like a couple different like, I just always do like comedy stuff.
1: But I, I don't actually
0: put hashtags on it though. Maybe I should.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing as uh, I would say is like post a, or create a podcast account. Okay. And start posting clips all the time and just hashtaging yeah. shit. So out of it.
0: That's what the camera would be good for, right? If it, if, it, if I had footage of us talking right now, like the Photoshop thing is kind of funny, but it's definitely like I'm hitting a ceiling, right? Like I'm not gonna. A video would be better. Yeah. Video would be more viral. Yeah.
1: Because um, <laughs> I've. When I was at uh, NIU, I, uh, like, it was, Pokemon had gotten back into, like, this big swing. Oh, hell yeah. Um, During COVID. Yeah, and I I started a, a Pokemon account. Right. Uh, for cards. So I was just basically posting, like, five different posts a day of just, like, Pokemon cards and, you know, hashtagging the shit out of it. Within a month, I had 1, 1,200 followers. God
0: damn it. I have not gotten any new followers since I started this. Isn't that crazy? I've not grown at all.
1: And it was weird, right? Because, like, I would post it, and within, like, 30 seconds, there'd be five randos who'd like it. Really? Based off hashtags. But, okay, so then, like, that made me, like, double backtrack and be like, well, I've never looked at a hashtag, right? And you can follow hashtags, so I didn't know like you could follow hashtags. Yeah, I don't know that on either. Instagram. Right. And so but then after that I followed like AMG G T R or Audi R S three. Right. Hashtag. Right. And so every like not every time, but like it would pop Top up 10% in your feed. Right. It would right. pop up in your feed. And and two, I'm also not a liking person on Instagram. Me neither. I don't like everything, you know? Um, I really don't like, even on, on TikTok. I mean, maybe once a week, I'll like one video. I probably watch a thousand videos in a course, week. Of course, of course. You know? Um,
0: I would rather send it to somebody than like it almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to, to prove that I like it, I want to show somebody else. I don't need to, like, who are you liking it for? The algorithm? Yeah. They already know that I watched it for 10 seconds longer than the last one.
1: <laughs> yeah, besides friends, like, I I have no reason to like somebody's post. Unless it's do you ever like, you see know,
0: it know. says, like, liked by blah, blah, blah? And you're kind of like, oh, shit, that's why I'm seeing this, because this person who I'm following liked it? You know, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. But,
1: but um I mean, even, I don't know if you know who Mr. Beast is. Oh, yeah, of course. The but goat. He, he said that he would be able to not show his face, basically do a voice changer, and he could have, like, However, I forgot what the number he said, but he could have, like, a million subscribers on YouTube within, like, two months. Right. Like, whatever, I don't... He completely
0: hacked the YouTube algorithm. Like, he learned all the tricks. he He knows it. He had, like, groups of, like, I don't know if it was 10 or 20 guys, but every single day they would have a meeting on YouTube growth, and they would all share, like, what they were doing. Like, crazy shit. Like, he turned that into a business completely, like...
1: But to me, what doesn't make sense is you post a video, what else can you do? Right, though? Like, I don't
0: get it. I think it's to the point where you're, like, in the comments, like, commenting back to people who are commenting on the video.
1: So I have heard stuff like that, too, on, like, Instagram. Um, It was basically, like, bot accounts. You can, like, comment stuff on people's comments to create... uh, To create like a gap, like someone's on one, and we talked about this last time, I feel like there's a spectrum of everything, right? So if you have someone like, this is a crazy video, and like, or I think what you're doing is wrong, or I think what you're doing is really cool, right? and then you go back and forth with that person, a comment, or people going back and forth in a comment section, does threefold what someone liking your picture does exactly
0: yes you're totally right you're totally right yeah please people talk shit in the comments on this one everybody comment something mean to me on this episode and then i'll comment something back to you and then we'll get the algorithm flowing try to get this thing over 500 views
1: (laughs) is it i guess that's a stupid question has any of them hit 500 views that's what i get on instagram Pretty consistently. Okay. Just for the real, though.
0: Um, but the podcasts don't get nearly that much. Not even close.
1: Like, I have a TikTok, and I po- I've posted, like, six golf videos of, like, my swing oh, off cool. the tee box or whatever it is. Nice. Um, I don't do it for views or likes or whatever. It's just, like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I just want to do it. Yeah. You know? um,
0: Gabby said that you should make your Instagram or your TikTok for yourself. You shouldn't be making things for other people. Make yeah. it for however you want it to be. So yeah, that's nice. You like golf? You want to post your golf swing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. To the other thing that I've been getting into is uh, is LinkedIn. Um. I was I'm so opposed to LinkedIn. I still I, the best social media app out there. <laughs> um. I really don't like it all that much. I think it's just. You know, I see people with. It really doesn't matter what kind of job, but you know, whatever they're posting about, it's like, you know, they're doing these threads every day about like, this is what you should be thinking about as a teacher or whatever it is. And it's like, is it that serious? Like, Does it matter that much? Like you guys have a curriculum and you guys like do your thing and that's cool. But like, I'm a freight broker and like, I don't think about like, oh, this morning I'm going to write a you know, 14 paragraph essay on like what I've learned over the past six months on freight brokering. <laughs> like to me, I don't know. It's just, yeah. and it's, it's coming around to me though. Like I've started like trying to make new connections and you know, there's like a people you might know and like, you know, I'm getting more like uh egregious with, yeah, I know them, but am I going to click like connect?
0: So is that more like in the industry or just people that you actually know in real life?
1: It's it's getting to be both now. Okay, like uh, people in the industry, um, which I'm I'm more keen towards. Is I'll follow people in the industry, right? Um, obviously, because I'm doing it all day. Might as well just, but then part of too, the job at that point, right? Yeah. You know, uh, but then people that you know I went to school with, I went to high school with. Uh, I've met over the years, you know, somehow, some way it's, they pop up and they know that you've met before somehow or, or mutual connections. It kind of like, well, yeah, you know, this is a financial advisor or this is a, you know, real estate agent or
0: it will be weird when you see on social media, like, oh, you've never even seen this person before. And you have five mutual friends and you're like, how the fuck, you know, just, so interesting. Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Have you ever heard of that? No. Kevin Bacon is an actor, and uh, I think it was like on a late night show or something they did it where it was like this, you can connect any actor to Kevin Bacon through seven different connections. Like this guy was in this movie with this person who was in this movie with this person who was in a movie with Kevin oh, Bacon.
1: Oh, I think, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it's
0: kind of be seven degrees of Kevin Bacon has just become like a slang or whatever you want to, you know, like a saying for like Mm -hmm. having connections with people that you don't really know.
1: So basically what his saying is you can you can find someone through seven people. Like
0: Yes. The entire world is connected by seven people. Huh. (laughs) Seven connections, yeah.
1: Which is crazy to think about.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: What else is new with you?
0: I'm trying to think. We um we had the wedding; that was a big thing. We got the boat coming up. We're about to go to Oktoberfest in Milwaukee, which, little-known fact, is at the end of September, not in, actually in October. You're, you're celebrating the the coming of October. So we're going up to Milwaukee, so that'll be fun. We'll just do like a, a one-nighter kind of thing. I think we might get a hotel too. Um, but with my parents, they they always get they like rent a big table at the Oktoberfest. So then they'll have like a, you know, a bunch of people there and it's like a big tape, like picnic table kind of thing. So you kind of post up there and then you just kind of mingle around and talk to all the people and so stuff. Like
1: you start 10 AM and go through.
0: <laughs> so that's what I thought we, we, I mean, we've done different versions of it. We've had a couple October fests at my house, which you're definitely invited to the next one. That'd be super okay, fun. Cool. Uh, we had my sister's graduation party this year. So that kind of took the, the party funds, uh, for this summer, but ne- next, uh, Next year I think we're going to do one. Uh, But, yeah, I think uh, my parents will probably get there around noon with all their friends and stuff, but uh, Riley and I are going with Gianna and her boyfriend, so I think some of them might have to work, and then we'll probably head up there around, like, 5 o'clock or something like that, 4 o'clock. Get there, you know, it's like an hour drive-ish, hour and a half, and then we'll uh, spend the night, so it'll be fun. Uh, But going back to just, like, I don't want to go out clubbing and stuff, it's like, no, I'm going to go to this weird german party with my my parents friends yeah <laughs> you know, it's like uh, different priorities i guess but i'm I'm pretty stoked about it so that'll be a couple weeks
1: which as time goes on those aren't like the worst thing to go to anymore
0: no no i, I do like hanging out with my parents it's i've i've had ebbs and flows and uh there's definitely times where i've like not liked my parents obviously I always love my parents but not liked them mm-hmm. you know or like we're fighting about a lot of shit or whatever but uh last for sure two years if not more five years it's like it's very calm on the podcast if anybody hasn't listened to it listen to that one it's it's a fun fun storytelling of uh of my life how they kind of met each other and they also both grew up in Bartlett so I talk about that on all the episodes you know and so it's 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 pretty cool um kind of learned about my personality a little bit I did a, a clickbait thing I said how they really feel about me starting a podcast which yeah. of course they were supportive about it but uh, right. <laughs> I thought that was, that was kind of fun <laughs> see what they really think about me starting a podcast
1: stirring up the pot a little bit with like the burping thing like your mom right. having a little resistance about your childhood yeah stuff, yeah you know? yeah that's funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was super fun
1: there's been no burps today none
0: I had a couple off camera again. We're, so we're, did I. We're chilling on these cokes. Maybe I should blast it into the microphone next time.
1: Yeah, I think I'm ready for like a beer next. Yeah, I'm done. This down. has been really good though. This uh, this drink, Smith and Cross. Yeah. Was it expensive or is it like medium? I think it's. I think it was thirty four dollars. It's so pretty expensive. Yeah, for, pretty for that fairly size high. Bottle.
0: Yeah, for a fifth. Good stuff though. So, can you t- can you tell the difference when you drink it? Can you taste that sort of funky banana e kind of thing? Maybe we do like a little sip straight yeah, off the you bottle. You guys
1: can't see, but I like kind of rolled my eyes. <laughs> 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 um, I, it doesn't taste like Captain, but does it taste like any better than Captain? I I mean, I I wouldn't be able to say like yes or no. <laughs> I would say, like, I enjoy the taste just as much as a Captain and Coke.
0: I was this close to buying a bottle of Captain, so that when we had this conversation, I could prove to you the difference. But I felt like that was a waste of money, so I didn't. I'm do
1: just it. being honest. I'm an I'm an honest person. No, I appreciate that because you
0: know? I, I also do get very pretentious and uh, uppity, so I should be brought down a peg. If Schwartz was here, he'd be ripping on me. So
1: <laughs> about what? Like saying it's just. just it's, it's rum. Like who cares? Right. It's
0: it's we're trying to get drunk. Yeah, Ryan never wants to play along with me.
1: But at the same time, I am like, a, when I do go out those few times a year, like I will uh, indulge in in nicer things. I guess you could say food, um, okay. or drinks, or whatever it is. Even if it tastes, you know, similar say um, get the nicer
0: version because it makes it feel more special in the moment right yeah exactly get the 1942 yeah I got gotcha. you get the uh, steak what's your last meal if you were on death row
1: that's a really good question I was gonna add, I was like in the shower and I was like I should ask him what his favorite meal is <laughs> my f- my last meal
0: you hear that ladies and gentlemen Connor's thinking about me in the shower <laughs> <laughs> Because there's two ways you can go, right? Like, obviously, like, what you want to eat, but then also there's, a like, if they're going to kill you and you're lactose intolerant, it's like, oh, I want a milkshake so that I shit myself when I die, you know? Like, there's, like, a fuck you, you have to clean up my shit, you know?
1: Yeah, that'd be my brother. <laughs> He's lactose intolerant. Oh,
0: is he? Yeah. So does he fight through it sometimes, or does he Dude, eat it? Dude, uh, every milk?
1: day. <sighs> the kid drinks chocolate milk to go to sleep. Chocolate milk? And... Th- He's had stomach problems since I can remember, man. Oh my god. Yeah. He has it's like a you're just like making yourself hungover every day. Right? Like you just like bubble guts. Yeah, he spends a lot of time on the toilet. But anyways, meal. I don't know. I, I think I would honestly like just be like, get me an Italian beef from Portillos or something like that. Italian beef. Hot peppers? Oh yeah mozzarella mozzarella, not dipped there's already plenty of juices in there
0: I agree I agree maybe a little extra on the side or something but Italian beef's good I was even Ryan and I were talking about this and I'm like what about even just like Thanksgiving like I could I could almost see myself doing that like you know
1: turkey mashed potatoes gravy yeah
0: every single version of it corn sweet potatoes the whole thing like that do they actually do
1: that Like, is there, like, a limit? Is there, like, a 250-word limit on your request?
0: Right. What's the dollar amount that they're going to spend? Yeah. Uh. There you go. Like, like sushi, could you get, like, $1,000 worth of sushi? Or they'd be like, no, you're only getting $250 worth of sushi, buddy. You know, come on. I don't know. They're going to kill you. They're saving money because I think there's that one Lil Wayne song where he's like, it costs... Uh, $35,000 to keep a young black man incarcerated when it only
1: would cost $25,000 a year to put him through college. You know, it's like. So this is one of my biggest arguments um, that I remember in high school I was super keen on. Um, when I was in law class is after the, the multiple years of whatever and you, you get sent sentenced to death. Some of these guys don't get put to death until, like, 10, 20 years later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After they're sentenced to death. Yeah. And I don't want to bring up a whole, you know, cancel culture uh, idea. But it costs, what, two bucks for a big enough bullet to put through your head to just finish it right then and there? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Like, to me, it it, it makes no sense... 'Cause it does cost a lot of money to house, feed I literally think it's over thirty thousand dollars a year. It is per inmate. And
0: it's not like that's a state run facility. Like people are making money off of that prison. Right? They're getting government funds, but someone's making money off that. Like that's it's fucked. a business. It's a business. It's a business. Yes. So it drives me crazy. And I think in the United States also, we have like way more incarcerated people than in other countries. Maybe that's because other countries kill their bad
1: people. I, I don't know. And it's the same thing. It's I don't like, know what the breakdown is, but... Bring back public hangings. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, As shitty as it may sound to most, if you want a civilization to have a wake-up call on not to kill other people or rape other people or you know do all these right. you know um heinous crimes hang them in the public and it will show the public not to do these crimes it'll scare them away from doing the crimes sure but
0: like uh in the french revolution shit they had the guillotine right they were chopping people's heads off all the time but what happened was the aristocrats got too fat right marie antoinette said, let them eat cake. Everyone was starving and she was having these, you know, extravagant parties and shit, right? And it's like, what ended up happening? They cut their fucking heads off with the guillotine that they were using, right? So it's it's like, who's in charge? Who's who's the one who's uh, publicly stoning these people or punishing them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Just like the cancer culture shit, it's like, it, anytime somebody calls somebody else out, even if that person was doing something bad, people are automatically going to look at whoever called them out and be like, oh, well, you did this, you know, because no one is holy enough. No one is, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's always going to come back around.
1: But what is the, okay, maybe give them a year in jail, but why 10? Like, why do they, there's this thing called death row because, like, you're in line to go to death. Right. But to me... Like, no, I
0: totally agree. If you're sentenced to death, you should be killed within...
1: Yeah, like you said, within a year. That doesn't make, why would you... It's
0: almost more torture to, like, make that person know they're going to die. The
1: only, the only opposing argument is wrongful convictions. True. That's which the, has and, happened. Which sure. has happened, absolutely. <sighs> um, Could you imagine that? And I'm totally against that. Like, <sighs> if somebody got put to death wrongfully, you know... That that hurts me on the inside,
0: and that's kind of the argument. Like, one falsely accused put to death is not worth
1: the death penalty itself. Right is is what some would say is the argument.
0: Right, which I kind of agree with it as as conservative as conservative conservative as I am on certain things. I am I don't know about that one. That's that's a tough one for me. Are
1: you for or against the death penalty? You don't have to answer if you don't. No, that's
0: what ask. I'm saying. I'm I'm wishy-washy on it because I think pedophiles should be put to death or at least castrated, something, right? Like, I, I believe in that. But at the same time, like you said, the false, you know, also how many people have changed their lives in prison and converted to Christian, you know, or or Muslims, you know, like, mm-hmm. turned to God, right? Like, that happens to people change. But yeah, again, I guess
1: what constitutes someone... Um, to be applicable for the death penalty is is a big argument. Right, and again, it's just like, who
0: determines that, right? Just like with any of these laws, who determines what hate speech is or who determines what... Uh, no such thing as hate speech. Exactly, right. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, you have to tell somebody like that, that bar's always going to get moved back or changed or, like, you know, just... So I don't know, like, what happens when the death penalty is legal... And we kill pedophiles and murderers, but then over time, we start killing people who speak out against the government. You know, like that—that that line gets pushed eventually. I, I think.
1: I mean, the government will kill whoever they yeah. want, either
0: way. Uh, Did you, you see
1: Putin killed the fucking Wagner guy? No. Oh,
0: he shot down his fucking plane. Do you know about the Wagner, uh, the Wagner group? No. What the, how is this not on your TikTok? Okay, so like a month ago or like a couple weeks ago, this guy, Peter Progovich, Progovin? Anyways, he runs this mercenary, Russian mercenary group called the Wagner Group, okay? They're currently like in Africa and like essentially are the bodyguards for like these like mining companies, right? Essentially killing the fucking natives and like forcing them to mine for them, right? That's what they've been doing for the last X amount of years. Then the Wagner group gets moved to Ukraine, right? Because that's where the fucking war is happening. So they need their best mercenaries in Ukraine. But they're not for, they, they don't work for the Russian military. They're separate, right? Which basically just means they have less oversight. They're literally like rapists and fucking murderers and shit, right? Anyways, apparently the Wagner group guys think that Putin bombed them or like fucked them over in some way. They lost like 2,000 troops, right? So Because then-
1: they went to Ukraine.
0: While in Ukraine, he blames Putin for the death of, like, a couple thousand of his troops. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it was in Ukraine. So then what they did was they said, fuck you, took over the closest city, and then marched towards Moscow, right? And they were getting all the support, all the support, and, like, I don't know how you weren't following this. It was literally, like, by the minute, by the hour, like, we were getting updates on Twitter, and it was like... There's a fucking coup going on in Russia. They're literally charging towards Moscow. It was like this whole big thing, like within like 20-something hours, it just stopped. He ended up meeting with the president of Belarus, who was really tight with Putin. It's like kind of like their only ally right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And then he ended up talking with Putin. And he used to be like best buddies with Putin, right? But he was like, fuck this. You like fucked me over. So then yada yada yada, the coup was essentially squashed. They completely stopped it. They were like, okay, everything's good. is gonna work for the Belarusian government now, blah, blah, blah. Like they just kind of like slid it to the side and everyone's like, what the fuck? How did that just happen? How did that not turn into anything? You know, we all thought like Ukraine's gonna win this war now. You know, we thought it was gonna be, totally change. Then, like a month later, Prigozhin and his entire like top brass Generals and everything were in a plane going to Belarus, and the plane fucking explodes, and they all die. And it's just literally Putin killing his fucking political enemies. He's like, oh, no, no, we're buddies, we're buddies. A month later, you're fucking dead. Like, don't fuck with me. Hmm. Really crazy. That was a bad way of explaining it, but watch a fucking YouTube video on the Wagner group, dude.
1: Fuck. So, brings up another thing is, whatever this uh, this submarine with all these... <sighs> these uh, Millionaires or whatever. Yeah. Do you really, really think that they, do you really think that they were in the, in the ship? In the sub? Yeah. (sighs) I thought so, yeah. Because it's the same thing with that plane, like. Were they in the plane when it exploded? It's just a question that I always like (sighs) to like. It's like, do they just do that for for cloud and like all this stuff and they can kind of just fall off the face of the earth and, and kind of be like they got all this notoriety and they had a lot of heat on them. And so they set this thing up to blow up the plane or implode the submarine and they can just be off the face of the earth. Right now you're free. Now you're in a sense, but where is free? You know, like we, we're, we're the scum of the earth so we don't really know what is out there, right? Like we say we we could go to Belize and, and have a week, you yep. know, and spend $10,000 and have the time of our life. But you have to think there has to be somewhere where people can go. You basically, you know, give, you basically have to give a shit ton of money and you just, you can go there forever. You don't have to worry about a thing forever and you're with a lot of people like you.
0: Tupac's there, Mac Miller's there. Well, right?
1: there's a song with Trippy Red and Juice World, right? What song is it? Uh Rest in peace. It's uh like uh Juice World says me and Trippy Red are in the Bahamas or something like that. Like that's the line. Um Me and Trippy Red boom back in the Bahamas or something like that. And it's like, yeah, it, it really wouldn't be that hard. For sure. For Juice. Because I think there's a couple times where he hints, like, I'll just, all I want to do is get famous and and I can just disappear. Yeah. Right? Um, can you do that? Do you get big enough where you, yeah, someone can ask you, are you, whenever you're ready, we can fake kill you. And you can go live.
0: You have X amount of, You have enough money to pay for yourself for the rest of your life. And you'll live on this resort with all these people. You can never come back, though. But you get away from all the fame. But you can never come back. Yeah. No I've, paparazzi. I thought about it, man. Like, I, I thought that that's, that could be a thing. Like, have you seen Breaking Bad? Have you seen the end of Breaking Bad? Yeah. He literally goes back and forth on that deal, like, five times. Where he's like, fuck, am I going to get picked up by this guy or not? You know? And then Jesse does it. And then it's a whole thing, like
1: how could it not be just like how the Epstein Island shit's real? Like how, how could there not be? You think Epstein's dead? You think he was able to commit suicide and the cameras were down and
0: I think Epstein is dead. I don't think he killed himself, but I think he is dead. Yes. There was an autopsy on his body.
1: Who who did the autopsy? True. True. It's an easy fake. True. I, I don't, I don't know either way, but you'll never know. We will never know. Right. Like, I was getting shit today. It's like uh, they were going out tonight, and um, my buddies, and they were asking me, you know, hey, I said, I got the podcast tonight, you know, and, you know, they gave me shit. They're like, oh, you can only talk about the flat earth for so long. (laughs) It's like just a running joke with with all of them because I'm the only one, um, especially with, with a couple of them who are engineers, I don't have to name names, but... In engineering, a lot of their schooling is science, and trust the science. And yes, so basically, my argument with the flat Earth is degrading their whole entire education, right? right? And so they're very opposed to, of course, going against science. Of course. Um, so we don't talk about it as much every, anymore <laughs> because it kind of like sparks some spark some different uh emotions but i don't care of like, course who care either way it doesn't it doesn't matter like i'm not gonna sit here right. and look at you different because you think the earth is round and i think the earth is flat like it doesn't matter it really doesn't
0: it's a fun thought experiment yeah none of us can prove it we'll probably never know like you said but it's just something interesting to think about i agree Chris Wills was kind of in on it too. And I couldn't really tell how serious he was about it, but was he talking about it? He did. Cause we, we hung out a little bit that weekend, but then even when I got back, he was sending me like, like flat earth <laughs> TikToks of like guys with tattoos on their face, like talking about it. I'm like, is this a joke? Or are you like actually trying to prove this to me? Like I couldn't tell. He
1: does not send that shit to me and I've definitely talked to him about it, but Chris and I were really, really close for a long, long oh, time. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and I've definitely talked to him a lot about it. <laughs> we talked about a lot of things. Not just the flat earth. But uh, That's
0: funny. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, man, I don't know. It's just fun to talk about. I think everybody takes it too serious. I agree. With with any conspiracy theory. You know, with, with Trump and Biden and who you vote for and the whole nine yards. I think everything is just... Uh, who cares what people think, man? Like what their views are. I think it's it's overthought. It's the same thing with football and it's it's everything. I think people get too caught up on their views. And that's the that's the problem with the 21st century is everybody has their views and if you don't have the same views, we can't be friends. And I think right. that is Exactly that is terrible way of thinking. Stupid. And I think that's what the media want. It's we've if you haven't heard about this, then you should probably open up your ears and eyes a little bit more and all your senses for that matter. Um they do the democrat and republic thing on purpose. Of course, yeah. And and same thing with the black and white thing. It's they want the they want you to compete against each other so what they're what the, the other the mega million billionaires they just get to walk away with it right and all the power they get to just walk away with there's no if we're all sitting here fighting with each other they get to dump money into whatever they want to dump money in and we're so we're too busy bickering with each other yeah. and fighting each other that they you know, they get to over generations determine what food we eat, what drugs are good for us, yeah. uh, what we should believe, what gets shown on TV, what's get, getting shown to our kids and our children. Yeah. Um,
0: no, man, I mean, I've talked about it a million times before, but when, when England divided up the Middle East uh, after World War I, World War II, You know, they intentionally combined countries together that had different, um, groups of people like living in them to like Iraq is like three, it should be like three different countries essentially, but England just goes, Oh, let's put them all together. So they all fight with each other. And then we can just literally be in charge while they all bicker with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, that's how you destabilize a country. That's how you destabilize a nation so that you can essentially do whatever you want and take all the resources. Like it's, it's fucked. Um, and to go back to the sub thing i think that was less of people trying to disappear themselves and like you know fake their deaths and i think that was more of just a story that was interesting for sure it was interesting right rich people went down in a submarine to see the titanic and they got lost or they imploded right but what was really going on was they extended that story for like 5 days longer than it should have been to cover up this, like, uh, Hunter Biden laptop shit. It's, like...
1: I heard about that. That's,
0: like, them clearly just trying to, like... That wasn't even, like, propaganda. That was just, like, pumping up a story to make it, like, the news cycle not talk about the other thing that was going on. And it's, like, that's not evil, but it is manipulative. You know, like, it is fucked up. And I'm sure they've done that a million times before, right? You know... And uh, not to go way too crazy, but, like, what the fuck was nine eleven covering up, right? There had to be, like, you know, like, you can really, like, look back on history and be like, damn, like, that big story was because of this, you know? Or, like, they were passing this law when this happened, you know? It just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. You don't like to be fucked with. You don't like to be out of the loop. And it just feels weird to, like, think back and be like, oh, these people were, like, doing this without us knowing, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: So many questions, so little answers. (laughs) It's the truth.
0: So, um, again, I listened to, while I was cutting the grass last night, Jeremy Corbell, who's made Cocaine Cowboys and like all these really cool documentaries. He's been on Rogan a bunch of times, but recently it's been a lot about UFO stuff, UAPs is what they're calling them now.
1: What does that stand for?
0: Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon it's literally a UFO just they're calling it something else to make it seem more military or something. I don't really know, but this, this is in reference to like the David rush thing. I don't know if you know about this guy and uh, David Fravor and all these different people. But so it's just like, there's all these like secret, like there's money, there's funding for these UAP research and, uh, collection um administrations or whatever the fuck but it's all hidden in other like uh military budgets and stuff like that so like you can't even track it you know it's like it's all this hidden bullshit and it's just like these guys are just like why don't we know why can't they tell us why you know and they just keep saying like we're never gonna know like we're in the midst of it and that's like why they're making these documentaries, like try to prove it. But like they're like, we we both know that we're not going to know. And they're like, that's just what drives us crazy. Like we want to yeah. we, we want to know, but we can't.
1: Well, from what I've done my research on is they're trying to normalize aliens.
0: That's what they said with movies and TV shows and stuff.
1: So, and I'm not saying I believe this in any sense, but aliens have been walking our planet for many, many years. And there's, you know, these secret societies where they live, just kind of like people can kind of go off and they'll never be seen by anyone. Google maps won't catch it, nothing, you know? Um, and I think it's, it's kind of crazy that they're, they could be trying to normalize, like, aliens in a civilized population so that they can bring them out. And when they do, society doesn't freak out. Yeah. It's like uh, they've normalized it so much that, like, yeah, for a month, it's like, holy shit. But then, after like, on the 31-day mark, it's like, we accept them. Right. Like, they can you know if if the government were to say like if you freaking touch these things you're going to jail for life or you're getting the death penalty something like we were just talking about earlier right that it would be very easy for them to come into normal life with us um i think is a big is a big thing to to think about over the next 50 years yeah have you heard anything on this? No,
0: I, that's what these guys were talking about as well, Jeremy Corbell and I forget what the other guy's name was, but they were talking about the exact same thing, men in black, all that kind of stuff, where it's mm-hmm. normalizing aliens in human society. I, I was just going to say I'm curious if that has anything to do with the trans movement and the, like, accepting of pansexuals – or people that are non-binary different. exactly people that are different. I'm curious if that has anything to do with the normalization of aliens hypothetically, right? Like you, because I've never thought about this by the way, I, I, this is off the dome right now. I haven't thought of it either, but think about it. It kind of makes sense, right? Like it, to accept and normalize people that are outside of gender norms and societal norms. Once you can kind of get past that, an alien doesn't seem that different, right? Because it's, it's a completely different species, but it's again, it's a similar kind of.
1: Well, and if they were to come out and be like less crazy than a crazy, crazy lesbian couple, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to accept. Sure. Or half the shit I see on social media. Right.
0: Yeah, if the alien's a hard-nosed conservative who uh, believes in God, yeah, I, I could accept him. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I'm just but no, yeah. What I genuine, genuinely think—this is another stone thought—the other day I had that was like, when Europe went to North America, they killed ninety percent of the population with uh, disease, right?
1: Because they brought the disease. Uh, they brought
0: the disease accidentally, not even knowing. So, I honestly think, and maybe this is just completely wrong, but what if aliens can't even, like, a billion years ago, aliens learned that you can't go to another planet. Like, that's not possible because you'll just, the diseases, the bacteria, it doesn't, it's not, like, it, it's not going to work. You're just going to kill everybody. A disease is going to start, it's going to spread, it's going to kill the entire planet. There's no stopping it, right? Just like uh, when columbus came to uh the caribbean he just like wiped out islands based off of fucking the black plague that they that europe had gotten immune to 500 years before you know what i'm saying so f- follow me along here aliens have known this and this is a standard practice for aliens like oh no you can't go to other planets you can interact with them and stuff like that but you, you can't go there physically you can't communicate you can't have sex with them you can't you know it's it's that, that, that doesn't work but what other what aliens do just like what we do to other countries with like that weather balloon the chinese weather balloon they were spying on us we have weather balloons all over the planet do the exact same thing to other countries right so like what if these other alien planets have drones right they can move that fast because that's another thing right these these ships are moving so fast that the human body would like turn to jelly inside of it like it's the g-force is like it's, it's too fast it's not possible but an unmanned craft kind of makes sense a tic-tac is what they call it it's a tic-tac shape It's just a it's this you know little pill shaped thing moving in the, the light speed you know that would make sense if that's an unmanned unmanned craft it's just just video camera you don't need to go there you're you're a million light years away but the the craft can go there and can observe what's going on and you can interact with the Mm -hmm. the people or the government or whatever they're trying to do but you're not spreading the disease with you as you go to that place because they're not trying to take over i'm not sure again are you following me on this one yes this is kind of a stone theory
1: but i gotta take a bathroom break but i have something to come back with we'll wrap up soon okay we'll get another drink and then we'll come back okay sounds good awesome
0: Time.
1: Yeah. What I was gonna say is and I really I don't think I brought this up on, on the last one, um, but you're talking about the you know, little flying saucers, tic tacs, whatever. Yeah. So technology, right? So we can go back to the pyramids and, and all these crazy, crazy little things. But my brother brought up a good point one time and he was talking about like sound and shit. And he's like, there's been like many experiments with, with sound and, you know, you can move like things like an actual tic-tac, like you can hover things in the air. So he's like, we're focused on like the wheel and, um, you know, transportation and, and getting people from point A to point B and, You know, construction, constructing housing and, you know, this work to life balance and uh, college and all this stuff. This is what we're focused on as a society. But he's like, what if back in the old days, did I talk about sound and and the pyramids? No. In the last one? No, no, no. Um, He's like, what if. What if, like, they focused on, you know, sound waves and, like, the perfect wavelength for this size rock? Like, what if they could move it?
0: Blowing my fucking mind right now, dude. I'm totally following you.
1: Yes. Because, like, I have seen videos of them, like...
0: What if they started developing technology based off of that instead of gravity-based technology that we have used?
1: Yes. And so, like, airplanes, right? Like, they're just forcing a bunch of air to create thrust. To create enough um, lift off the wing, lift off the wing from going forward to create lift. Yeah, and he's like, um, "If you if you created a whole society based on, you know, you had a whole, like a thousand people just sitting there in in this certain horn, and you just blow into it, and you could move a freaking twenty ton rock."
0: Right. Limestone rock. Right. Fuck, dude, that's genius. Because they still really don't know how any of that stuff moves, right? They don't know how they've been able to... You can't
1: replicate. We couldn't replicate it. I mean, like, they're cut from quarries that are, like, miles away, right? It's not even miles. It's, like... It's like 200 miles or something, like crazy. It's um, yeah, it's right. crazy
0: though. And you have the Nile River, so I understand that's like the greatest, you know, transportation. But how do you get them from the quarry to the fucking river? You know, it's mind blowing. I would love to see the pyramids in person. I've heard Egypt is like one of the sketchiest, sketchiest places to travel, especially as like an American as a Westerner. Why? It's corrupt as fuck like um because the tourist industry they they're able to just like manipulate the fuck out of people but there was this guy who was on rogan like a travel guy and he said that he just got fucked with the most and they, they like stole all of his cameras multiple times and he was like he had ended up filming his video like on his iphone and shit because like that's all he had left and even though he had um like working permits and like filming permits they were like that shit this is egypt like that's not how this shit works you know i think it's just corrupt as fuck and um that's, like, where the Arab Spring started, which is, like, it was, like, one of, like, the, the first era, uh, Arab revolutions, basically, where they overthrew the, like, religious leaders, and then they tried to, like, make it a democracy, but then the religious leaders came back, like, it, it's just, it's fucked. But you think because of the pyramids and all, like, the, the history there that it's, like, oh, no, it's, like, a safe place to, to visit. It's, like, preserved, which it is because that brings all our tourists in, but it's also, like, no, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna fuck with you a little bit. We're gonna take a little off the top, you know, like... I don't know. Again, I would love to visit and see it in person.
1: Yeah, pyramids are a big. They mean a lot to me because it's an it's an unanswered question that's real. True. Right? Like, how do you build it? And we, But it's there. But it's there. It shouldn't be there, but it is. <laughs> like the Statue of Liberty, somehow, some way, they figured out how to, you know. Mold a bunch of bronze and, and figure it out. But it's like the pyramids and the same thing with like the Willis Tower and all that stuff. Like piece by piece. They're really small pieces mm-hmm. that when you times it by two million, you get a Sears Tower. Right. Um, it's the same thing with the pyramids, but they're 20-ton rocks.
0: Right. They're literally solid pieces of stone the size of
1: this room. And the it's the measurements that's even more impressive like right. if it's exact e- if each rock was off by like a millimeter right in you know length width height or whatever it was over the course of the two million stones, it wouldn't be the pyramid that it is like of course
0: it would move it it would shift, but it's it's the exact angle, and I think also the great pyramids of great pyramids of Giza line up with Orion's belt well too and
1: um it's the length. All the sides, when you add them up, it's like 1,628 or something. And you multiply that by, like, 32. And you get, like, the circumference of the Earth. And if you do the... uh right. If you do... No, I'm serious, though. If you do, like, the, the distance between the three of them, you get, like, the diameter of the Earth. Uh, and then there's one with the radius and... Right. The how,
0: distance to the moon or some shit, right? It's, like, all these...
1: And the it's, three like of hints, them.
0: it's like numbers that prove that you know things to people later. Yeah.
1: Right. And like the three of them lined up together, like they go directly towards the northern stars. Yes. It's crazy stuff. Really crazy. Do you know about Graham Hancock?
0: Mm-mm. Great Rogan uh, interview. He's been on a million times, but also he has this big thing on Netflix where it's like uh, talking about the pyramids. And so his, his whole theory is that um, – the Younger Dryas Impact Theory, I think, where basically the the planet got hit with a meteorite. There was there was a civilization that happened, right? On Earth. On Earth, multiple civilizations, Millennium countries, ago. right? People, generations of people, civilizations, right? They get hit with a, a fucking. I think they call it the Younger Dryas Impact. Get hit with a meteorite, wipes almost everybody out, right? We kind of go back to zero. There's still people, but it's like there's not huge population points then it builds back up and that's who our ancestors are now right so like the, the he's claiming this guy Graham Hancock that the pyramids they say are like were made in like 5000 BC ish that's what the current numbers are maybe yeah i think it's 5000 BC maybe it's like 2 or 3000 BC but i think it's 5 graham hancock graham hancock says they were built more like 10000 12000 BC and it's based off the runoff of the limestone. So he's saying like with X amount of rain per year in Egypt, and you can look back over the years and you can you know tally up the amount and you can add up all the limestone runoff at the bottom of the pyramid. He's like, it's not 5,000 years old. It's fucking way older, right? So that's his claim is that the current Egyptians that live there, that, that group of people moved into that area like the pyramids were already built when they got there and then mm. they maybe built more pyramids or built more the sphinx or whatever but like he claims that those were already built way before all those people died out and then more people moved in and built in the ruins of that civilization which is like
1: so there's also i have the opposing theory okay of uh hit me of everything's a lot younger a lot younger. Really? Yeah. So, um, my brother also, and my brother's debatably a bigger conspiracy theorist than I am. Damn it. We should have had him on. Um. Next time. Yeah. Part three. He put me onto these videos of world fairs. Have you ever heard of, heard of the world fair? There was a Chicago one. Oh yeah.
0: The, the uh, 18 Ferris on, wheel. Yeah. Um, Electricity, I think, was first, or like the light bulb, or some shit,
1: way before uh, Benjamin Franklin right. was even around, or no, Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison. Um, but beyond that, is there was video, right? There's like, you can look it up, like World Fairs on TikTok. Okay, and I, I strongly advise people follow the hashtag. Up, like, look up world fairs and, and look up, like, the old videos. There's, like, some... And who so, knows? essentially,
0: a world fair is a place where new technology can be shown. It's a fair. It's a business fair where people are walking around. Again, the Ferris wheel was first shown in Chicago that year. That's why there's the <coughs> Ferris wheel at... Uh, Navy Pier. Navy Pier, right? It's, it's new technology. But you're saying it's also a way that people... So
1: going across or among my my research um while I came taking a-, a shit on the toilet. <laughs> I, I came across some stuff of this video and it looks legit. Like it would be really hard to to CGI the way that they have everyone walking and, you know, kind of all the cars and Dressed. stuff like that. Yeah. But on there's this one video where it's on a building and it says like 791, right? And you know how like on all the older buildings they put, you know, like the year that it was built. Basically, like you see, you know, stuff like 1909 or whatever it is. So on this particular building, it says like 791 or something, right? How easy would it have been for a new world order to come in and just add a 1 to that engraving. So the the whole notion of this thing that I ended up coming across was are they like did they fast forward time like it's whatever it's uh we're in the year 2023 is it actually one thousand twenty three right, and why would they skip a thousand years for the history books and all this stuff they say that happened you know when Christ was born, that's the years you know whatever year two thousand years ago um what there it seems like something happened with these world fairs and all this stuff. Because these world fairs supposedly were built in like six months, right? These ginormous palaces, these ginormous hotel and and places for for richer people to stay and right. at it's the It's like world the fair. Olympics where you have to like develop the stadiums
0: to compete in the world fair. You have to build the assembly hall or whatever the fuck, right? I, I get what you're saying,
1: but the assembly hall is like the size of Chicago, right? <laughs> not 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 that big, but. Like, it was... Massive. Massive. Um So, the whole argument is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically saying that all these buildings were already standing, but they knocked everything down after the World Fair and created the New World Order. Okay. And added that one. So, it was actually, like, year, you know... 800 all these world fairs started happening but the world fair's purpose was to get all this recognition for what was already standing and it's super easy to change oh these were built in six months To these have been standing for hundreds of years right and it would have been easy to knock these people out whoever owned these big palaces and, and places of you know Buildings the size of the White House. Mm -hmm. All these things were knocked down. And they called it, uh, not Tartaria. Tartaria is before everything split apart, like Africa and all that stuff. Pangea? No, that's Pangea. Yeah. Tartaria? Maybe it's Tartaria. I've never heard of that. Tartaria is basically the world before the New World Order and we're there during covid there was like this talk of like the new world new world order um but it's basically the whole thing was there was this wave of civilization um and then the world fair happens and they basically knocked down all the history okay i'm not completely following you but i i kind of
0: am um brings me to a different point but like the fact that there's like bc and ad right again the year is 2023 right but that only goes back to the year that christ was born mm-hmm. okay and then before that then it goes backwards right so then you go one ad two ad but you're going back in time or bc right you're going back in time it's just a very interesting way to change the timeline and to make it feel younger so that kind of goes with what you're saying they're what you're saying is that they make it, it seem older to make time seem further away from things that happened.
1: Just like the dinosaurs, they say it was 16 million years ago. Like, does it matter if it was 16 million or a million?
0: True. Yeah. There's it's a big difference, No but difference.
1: There's really no difference. Yeah. I've also heard fossil fuels. I, I can't maybe see Kobe there's was
0: talking about this. He's like, it's not made out of dinosaurs. It's like, they're calling it fossil fuels to make it seem old it's It's all just plant marketing,
1: matter. yeah, to
0: make it seem scarce. It's crazy,
1: it's a really good point Drew. it's crazy i believe I believe this heavily there's like it's like a, without scarcity, there's no supply demand, right, so right. like
0: it's like diamonds or something
1: technically, air should be super prevalent forever. <laughs> But it's becoming a scarce resource over time with what they say with all the CO2 emissions, gasoline engines, so on and so forth. Um, Pollution, right? Clean air is going to be a a commodity. Just like um, the Lorax. They They sell canned air. That's right. And they have the wall. And they're all living in, there's no such thing as a real tree. They're all blow-up trees. right? But these are real things that we're being shown from outside sources and we consume as society. I watched the Lorax. I read the book. Dr. Seuss, great guy. But was he really a lot smarter than what most people thought? There was a lot of people who thought he was crazy. Like, if they actually knew Dr. Seuss and he was a crazy motherfucker.
0: Right. I think it was an anti-Semite, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm -hmm. But that movie... (laughs) It's a great movie. It says a lot when you actually... Because I remember in English class, they were having us do, like, figuring out the ethos, pathos, and and whatever it was. Logos? Logos? Logos. If they had us watch the... um, the Lorax or yeah, the Lorax and do all that type of thing. I think I would have woken up a little bit earlier in my life. You think it's that
0: much of a movie like that? You think it has that much of a hidden meaning?
1: I think it has a lot to do with a lot. I mean, you look at the, um, what's the, Amazon rainforest on how many trees they cut down every year for paper or whatever it is or rubber. um, It's just like a slight hint that like makes you think it's not going to be our generation. It might not be the next one, but you better be sure that in a few generations from now, yeah, it's fucked what's the only other option than uh a lorax situation where you have a gated community that could even probably be domed where you can pump in clean air and filter all the b s out
0: now is are we getting into firmament
1: no not at all
0: spaces here
1: but I think it's going to come down to uh, classes of people
0: oh for sure I think we're already we're already there the the middle class is shrinking right that's what everybody keeps saying and uh the divide keeps getting bigger and bigger. So I've also heard that, so you know, there's the Sahara Desert in North Africa, right? It's this huge band across Africa. That's just complete desert. But then right on the other continent in South, South America, there's the biggest rainforest, right? The uh, Amazon rainforest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And based on weather and patterns, all of the sand and minerals in basically iron and nutrition for soil from the Sahara desert gets blown across the Atlantic ocean and pushed to the rainforest, right? The Amazon rainforest. And then it circles around and then all the other shit comes from the rainforest to the desert. Right. But the thing that I saw was basically saying that there can't be like, if the Amazon rainforest dies, then the sahara desert would become a rainforest it would take thousands of years but it's almost like a balancing scale right like the 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 resources needed to make a rainforest have to have come from that desert being blown across you know what i mean mm-hmm. and vice versa it's just so interesting so like even if we do chop down all the trees and shit like that like the earth would rebound itself you know what i mean like it would still have like a counterbalance
1: oh well, even think if it would
0: be fucked for thousands of years it would still come out on the other side you know what I mean?
1: well, It's the same thing with water right i think there was a couple years where i was like oh we could run out of water but water doesn't go anywhere uh,
0: right like you're totally right it rains and then evaporates and then rains and then evaporates
1: So there's, if you have strong enough filters, we'll always have clean water.
0: That's what I never understand about California not having water. Like, you're on the fucking ocean.
1: The only thing is the salt. There's a lot of salt in the ocean, so you can't drink ocean water.
0: I understand that, but uh, can't you desalinate the water somehow? I mean.
1: Is that how reverse osmosis works? I don't know.
0: I try to drop a fancy word, and then you drop an even fancier word. I don't know. I just feel like there has to be a way to take salt water and turn it into drinking water, right? That has to have happened already, right? I mean, I know, like, the the Bear Grill shit, you basically boil a pot of water and then put, like, an iodine tablet to kill all the bacteria in it, right?
1: Yeah, the only other way is uh, you basically... Fill like a hole with water, and you can put a tarp like on a top of the rock. Top Hell yeah! The rock, and then you put a gl- like an empty glass in the middle, and all the condensation will fall right. into the middle of the glass. But
0: even then, I still think you have to kill the bacteria. Like I think, and maybe that's just like modern day guts are like or like bitches compared to like ancient peoples who could drink the water with the bacteria in it. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but. Dude, Discovery Channel had a chokehold on me when I was a little kid. Like me too. I was ready to be dropped off in the middle of the woods and survive. Survivor Man. I could, dude. Fuck yeah! Bear Grylls, Survivor Man, all that shit, naked and afraid, even. Dual Survival was another show. Like, what was
1: that, that guy's name on Survivor Man?
0: It was Wes. Was it Wes? I think that guy was more legit than Bear Grylls because I think that guy went out by himself and, like, yeah. set up his own cameras and stuff. He
1: didn't have a camera crew.
0: Yeah, Bear Grylls had a camera crew and was eating, like, energy bars <laughs> looking off camera.
1: <laughs> he was. And they, like... they Still a fi- badass, but... Yeah, they'd find, like, a a six-foot, like, cliff where, like, six foot between the next rock where he right. had to go. And they'd, like, set up the whole entire thing how to get across. <laughs> right. Why
0: is there a camera on the other side and you're running across and jumping? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's already set up. Exactly. Still cool. Oh, what was that guy's name? I swear it was Wes, but... Bear Grylls was, was was cool, and I think later in his career, he maybe realized, like, the fuckery that he was doing. Because I remember he had a show where it was like Bear Grylls teaches you how to survive. Or so. I forget what, what it was. With the celebrities? I think that's like right now. And maybe I'm getting confused, but there was one where he basically showed you how to like get out of an avalanche. So they like set off like explosives, like on, a like snowy mountain. And he was like, okay, I'm putting myself in an avalanche. I've got a GoPro with me. I'm going to like go through it. And then I'm going to show you how to like survive. And you know, like you ball up and then like make a space basically inside the snow. You like spit to see which direction gravity is. And then you have to fucking dig your way out. It's insane. Um, I think it was like Special Forces or something too, but I don't know. My point was just that I was ready to make a fucking fire in the woods and eat bugs and shit. I've never had to prove myself that much.
1: You think you could actually eat bugs to survive?
0: I'd be too afraid. Have you seen Into the Wild? I read the book. I think so. Alexander Supertramp. He like burns his... ID and, like, all of his money and stuff and just, like, hitchhikes up to Alaska. He's got this magic bus that he, like, lives in and camps out of in Alaska. And then he ends up... He, he does it for, like, years.
1: I think the guy's name is Les Gailman or something.
0: Les sounds
1: right. Anyways, sorry.
0: No, no, It's okay. okay. Yeah, this happened, like, in the 90s. This guy's real. This guy really did it, though. He He was, like, he graduated from, like, MIT or, like, some, like, high-end school... And then realized, like, fuck all this. I, I don't need any of this. Ran away from home, basically, like, burned his identity. Left, goes to Alaska, lives there for years. He was writing a diary the whole time. That's what the book's based off of, his diary writings. But then he ends up, he even, like, kills Moose and, like, is eating good. And, like, he he's surviving. Like, he, he's doing it. He's literally doing it. And then, you know, one winter, he kind of starts running out of meat. Goes back to his uh, foraging book, Right starts eating plants and then literally like spoiler alert at the end of the movie, he dies because he eats a berry that has like, you know, it's supposed to be like three yellow spots and eats it with two yellow spots or whatever. And he's just like laying on the bottom of the bus, like looking at the book, like fuck, like realizing his mistake, like, Oh my God, I fucked myself. Like I can't, I can't get out. Like I'm, I'm going to die here. Ends up getting found by like hunters like a couple months later. And then they, again, take his whole diary and turn it into this book movie fucking incredible. But it it just kinda like I would be terrified of that. Like you think you're doing everything right and then you just make one little mistake, you know? Life is fucking fleeting dude when there's not McDonald's and mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam's Club to <laughs> to buy food at, you know, like I don't know But
1: at some point you you have to make the money to buy the food. It's true.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. But again, this guy, like, part of me does love, like, I fantasize about that, just like going into the woods and surviving on my own and not using money and not. What's
1: easier, working in in a civilized life or fending for yourself in the wild? What do you, and, and two, what do you get more enjoyment out of life from? a materialistic life where if you make a bunch of money you can buy nice cars a nice house or you can build it yourself and there's probably a lot more satisfaction out of that right
0: so I was talking on the pod like why do I want a Rolex why do I want that watch it's stupid there's no point I'm not going to use it for time I'm not going to be a diver I don't need a watch that can go around 20,000 feet like I want it, you know And, and I think it was Anthony. He was just like, he's like, you would be weird if you didn't want that in society. Like, like that's part of society. You you belong in society. You understand the value that that means when you see somebody with a Rolex. You understand what that means when they have a nice car. You get that. He's like, you'd be a weirdo if you didn't care about that sort of thing. And I understand what he's saying, but I'm also like,
1: but that's fucked. Like, why? <laughs> like, but it also like what I was talking about at the beginning. It's like. Like, I can buy myself a car, a nice car that I want. Like, I, mm-hmm. I am in love with cars. I always have. Always have been, yeah. I always will. Back to the Monte Carlo. Back to the Monte Carlo. Um, but for some odd reason, I'm not pulling Trig. Like, I can go buy it. You know? Like, I can finance it. I can... Yeah. It, and it wouldn't be a problem to get... And all all the way through college, everything, like I was investing in high school to be able to get out of college or I didn't know if I was going to college or not, but, like, I knew as soon as I had it figured out, I was going to get a car and, like, nobody was going to stop me. Yeah. (laughs) And for some odd reason, like, all this is now, it's not the same. Like, I've somehow grown up. And I don't know if it's the stories I've heard of, you know, people buy the, you know, they, they, they're they making the money, they get the car, and it does absolutely nothing for them three weeks down the line. It's totally true. Absolutely nothing. And to me, I always think to myself, I'm like, right, but Connor, you actually, like, are in love with cars. Right. And, like, actually love to drive the car. Right. You know, so it's different for you. Um, but at the same rate, is it? I don't know. I haven't bought the car. <laughs> so, True. I don't know. Um, I see
0: both sides, and again, you are a car guy. So why wouldn't it give
1: you joy? But two, I don't know. I still don't. I don't know how much of it is for. Right, like I'd obviously post it on my Snapchat story. Right, you're and, showing
0: off. You want to have a nice car so that you can drive girls around in your nice car. Yeah, <laughs> you want to like, show off. You want to go out to
1: work and everybody go. Oh, damn! Connor got the Mercedes. And everybody, w- I I would debatably say everybody would never admit that. Right, but if I got the car, I would post it, and I'd probably want a couple people to be like, "Damn, bro! Like that's sick course, as fuck."
0: Of course, you know. And you want the guys that know about cars to be the ones to hit you up about it, you know?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. too, I saw this other video. It's like, the only people who reach out to you would be those who couldn't afford the car. And those people technically wouldn't mean anything to you in the first place. Whoa. So what does it
0: matter? Right. Right. Who are you showing off to?
1: The people who couldn't afford it either way.
0: Right. The guy who has the car already, he's not going to hit you up. He's not going to be impressed by it. You might be able to join the club, right? And and that's the same thing with the Rolex, bro. It's like
1: exactly bringing it back. I didn't mean to get too far off topic, but that was the that was the whole thing.
0: (sighs) Yeah, man, it's crazy. And I I kind of pride myself in like not giving a fuck about material goods as much or whatever. And maybe that's just because I'm broke or can't afford the Jordans or you know that was like my way of being like no, man, like, I don't need that stuff. I don't care about it just because I couldn't actually afford it. But at the same time, you know, just like what everybody says, like, Your money doesn't buy happiness, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, like, it it doesn't. When you buy that nice thing, you're going to want the next nice thing, you know?
1: The biggest thing I've taken away from life, I think, is, is it's such a personal game that you have no idea how much of a personal game it is. It's all yourself.
0: It's hard not to think that the universe revolves around you because it does.
1: And is it not that it's your world and everyone else is living in it for it, everybody?
0: It is your world. Yeah. It's your point of view. It's your perspective.
1: And my boss talks about this type of stuff. All like the you're time.
0: a non-player character in my life right now, right? Like you're, you, you're in my life for the next couple hours or whatever, but but if
1: I was it actually, just disappear, <laughs> if I was out of it, it doesn't really affect you. It doesn't. Like my buddy was literally saying today at work, he's like, Connor, if my parents died, like you'd tell me you'd care and like you'd go to the funeral, but like when you go to sleep at night, you'd probably be like, I really don't give a fuck.
0: Right. You might have like a second thought, like, oh that's so
1: sad and they're like knock out. <laughs> but in all reality, like it doesn't it doesn't affect my life and I think so many people are so selfish. And, you know, but in all reality, you have every right to be. And, like, I mean, if if somebody close to me died tomorrow, it doesn't affect you at all. Right? Like, we could be as close as close could be. And. Yeah. Of course. If I didn't have you, you could still move. It It's all, like, your personal mentality. Like. If you are a very strong individual, you could either let it knock you down and, like, you're going to go down with them. Or, like, you have to go your separate ways and, like, continue to survive because that's all you have.
0: Of course. Also, it's so fascinating, but, like, death, you know, it, it would devastate me, right, if a, if a loved one passed away, right? It devastate me for weeks. For the rest of my life, I would think about it, right? But, like, everybody dies. And everybody experiences loved ones dying. It, it's just, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I had to get one in, yeah. So, so uh, a family member listened listened to a couple episodes, and uh, I was on the phone with them, and they're like, yeah, it's really good, you know, it's cool, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And they're like, yeah, I got one, uh, one tip for you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he goes, you got to stop burping. And I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, it's so unprofessional. Like, if you want to take this thing seriously, like, you need to stop burping. And I'm like, that's the whole point. Like, I'm not, it's not serious. Like, we, and he's just like, I'm like, okay, well, you, you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was perfect. Right as we're getting super pretentious and super, like, you just let a burp out, you know? Just cut the tension.
1: And that's, I think, the whole thing is you got to be your own. I don't know any podcast that's, like, just burping. You know, but I think it does cut the tension. It's not, it's not supposed to, we're not not telling anybody how to live. Yeah. And I, I hint at it too. It's like, before I say something, I'll be like, don't take offense to it, but I'm allowed to have my own opinion. Yeah. Here's what I think, you know, or here's a a thought that you might, because I think on the last podcast, I was talking about a philosophy teacher that I had. Yeah, you did. And, uh, he just opened my eyes so much about, you know, just so many arguments back and forth. And it wasn't about Democrat and Republican. I think that's where I brought up the spectrum where you you have there's always going to be a far right side and a far left side. What, you know, side you're on really all depends. And there's a whole lot of in between. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. It's just,
0: Speaking of that guy, what do you think about this whole Lizzo thing? What do you mean? Didn't he say something about being fat?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was like, if you're fat, you're fat. You should be able to tell people they're fat. And it's it's not even about, like, telling people they're fat. But, like, it's it's the people who say, like, I'm perfect. Right. You know? The, like,
0: they're turning a blind eye to the fact that, no, you, you're not perfect. You're actually, you are overweight. You're over the weight that you should be, so that means that you're not perfect. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's okay, just say that out loud. was like this guy's point, right? Is it like, it's just yeah. something that's true. So you should be able to say it. Right.
1: Exactly the point. And I think there's a lot of things like that in, in this day and age. It's like, it's just crazy. The amount of things where I've found myself in a predicament with another person because they're too caught up in their own views or they think a certain way because it's either their nature or nurture. Um, which was another big thing In like biology and, and stuff like that Where how much is nurture How much is nature um, Some things are just facts And you can't People need to stop like trying to get around it You know like well, sure. I, I I can be overweight And be perfect It's okay to be overweight And it's okay to not be perfect Like, I'm probably one of the skinniest kids I know, and I'd say that I'm not perfect because I'm underweight. Right. You know, and and even if that's that's my only... And that's okay. And (laughs) if that's my only flaw, that's a really good only flaw to have. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I'm healthier than the heavier set person. I can be just as unhealthy being super skinny as being, you know, overweight. But also you have
0: to say but being overweight also has this negative effect this negative effect this negative effect and it's also not healthy so but s- same for being too skinny right but it's not a it's not a hate
1: crime no just because you feel like whatever but know? it's the people who are sitting there and saying i'm not overweight and i'm I'm perfectly healthy and I'm living the best life that I possibly could. Right. You're you're entitled to that opinion, but the fact of the matter is it's just not the case.
0: It's not true. So yeah, the Lizzo stuff. Do you know about this? What happened? She had backup dancers that are like suing her now? No. Okay, so Lizzo, famous fat black lady, right? Yeah, I know who Lizzo is. Right. I guess. Great great musician, great flutist debatable she had a I think it was like a reality show on Amazon or something like that where it was like become my backup dancers right and it was like the hunt to find Lizzo's backup dancers and they were all plus size dancers right so it's basically it's literally like six carbon copies of Lizzo fat black women that are twerking on stage right beautiful awesome Yeah, you figured it out you made a way to do it you're making all this money great awesome good for you I, I do like her music it's good right 100 percent that bitch that's that's fucking awesome i remember hearing that for the first time and it blew my mind anyways
1: <clears throat>
0: apparently you know she's like getting sued for saying that these women have gained too much weight they need to lose weight she's made like comments about them being fat she also took them to like an amsterdam like stripper show or something like that where like they had to like eat a banana out of a girl's I'm not sure exactly what happened. It seemed pretty like nothing, but basically now everyone's just like, oh, Lizzo, you're a fucking bitch because you fat-shamed your fat dancers, and everyone's just, like, destroying Lizzo now, and she's just, like, completely, like, just, like, open season. You can just, like, shit on her, which, again, if, if you don't go out of your way to be like, I'm perfect, don't make fun of me, then the first time you do something bad, everyone's going to make fun of you, you know? Or if she was just like, no, I'm fat and uh, I don't give a shit, you know, then maybe people wouldn't care as much. I don't know.
1: But is that the point? Is that the point to create? Because how many times have you heard all publicity is good publicity? Right, right, good or bad, yeah. So if it gets people talking and it's the same thing that we talked about earlier – Damn it, did I fall for it? Getting people in the comments going back and forth. Some people have these views, some people have these views. You get them fighting in the comments, and all of a sudden this thing goes viral. Is that not the point?
0: Right. Now her tour is sold out. (laughs) Yeah. T Swift. (sighs) T Swift killed it. Crazy. I think the most money, I think she literally made like a billion dollars on this concert. Insanity. Insanity. And they're about to put out a movie of the concert. Really? I, I want to see the movie. I don't... I could name you, like, three Taylor Swift songs from when my sisters liked Taylor Swift and, like, you know, 10 years ago. I want to see this concert. It's crazy, man. It, it's insane. I, all I hear about it is how awesome it is and... And it'll probably be a best-selling movie. Oh, yeah, bro. They're going to make so much money. The tickets were, like, $500 for the cheapest tickets. Uh, and then now they're going to just film the concert that everybody wants to go to. For
1: fifteen
0: ninety nine. Right. Everyone's going to go see the... Even if you went to the concert, you're going to see the movie again. You know what I mean? And I would do it too. I would like to see a concert... Like, could you imagine like a, if a Travis Scott did a fucking concert movie? I would totally see
1: that in theater. That'd be sick.
0: Smoke weed before go inside. It'd be like a concert in the, in the
1: theater. It'd be cool. And you know. get, like, some backstage access, I'm sure. Oh, of course. You
0: know, like... There's a little drama in the middle
1: somewhere. He's traveling. With yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. It'd be sick. Yeah. I don't know, but... Okay, what about... We gotta end soon. Yeah. Let's end on this. What about... Can you become a billionaire and still be ethical? Like, can you still be a good person and make a billion dollars? The argument is that you have to have done some shitty things to be able to... That rich?
1: From what I've learned in sales, no. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. Um, if you create your own product organically, you could technically, but become
0: a multimillionaire, but a billionaire, you have to deceive people or fuck somebody over somewhere right with
1: with apple with microsoft with paypal amazon amazon somebody stole someone's idea for a little amount of money and in in reality looking 20 years down the line somebody got fucked right hard i agree so is that unethical at the time Probably not. And they probably got paid out hundreds of thousands of dollars to give up the idea and shut the fuck up in in court. Right. Because most people who steal people's idea, the first person takes them to court and the person who stole the idea says, I'll give you a million dollars to just shut the fuck up. Right. And then. Makes $20 million off the idea. A billion (laughs) dollars off the idea. Right. Is that unethical? Is is the question.
0: Dude, so I think the uh you know like the Phillips screw, the, the plus yeah, screw? Somebody patented that idea, right? Like before that it was just a flat flathead screw, okay? And uh there's a guy who came up with the idea, you re- he realized you got more <sighs> torque or whatever the fuck with having the plus sign instead of just a, the minus sign. Anyways, tried to sell it, nobody wanted to buy it. Then some salesman buys the idea off this guy, buys the patent off this guy for, like, nickels or whatever the fuck back in, like, the 20s, and then ends up going around and sells it to fucking General Motors and revolutionizes fucking mechanics and building and everything, right? And, like, this guy just got fucked out of, I mean, screw. Think about it. Think about how many fucking
1: screws are made. You know what i mean? like? (laughs) Play on words. He got screwed. Hey, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it was right that? there. I, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> but is that unethical? I don't know. I think so. In in I a sense so that I can't explain.
0: But like a Musk or a Bezos or a Zuckerberg, like, you have to, you're, they're evil at some point, right? It's
1: weird because I don't believe in space, so, but I love Elon Musk, <laughs> It's it's fucked up, and it it's, like, counterintuitive, but... Counterintuitive. Counterintuitive. How can you love Elon Musk but not believe in space? He's in charge of SpaceX. It doesn't make any sense. This might be the uh, thumbnail. There we go. Um, <laughs> but I I just... I think Elon Musk is up to no good. But I haven't seen it yet to me i can't i can't find where he's not doing good because he's called out NASA and basically said they don't do shit for the amount of money they get from the government and somehow some way Elon Musk was able to start Tesla well he started PayPal or was a founder in PayPal Xpay did Tesla somehow some way got enough investors to yeah create these engines to to send satellites to space. Um, it just it the whole thing i think I think Elon Musk is a great person. He's got asperger's um I think it's a great i think it's a great thing for for special needs individuals to to have faith in in what they can do and and right. they are smart and they can make it. Out alive Um, And to me that's a huge thing Because that was another thing in philosophy That my uh, My professor would talk about Is People who are You know mentally handicapped He would say you're mentally handicapped In the wild you wouldn't make it Like 2,000 years ago Before medicine and all this stuff Elon Musk, I think, is a different story. But I think on that topic of mentally handicapped people, at a certain extent, you would just become, you would become a problem and a hurdle that everybody around you would just have to take care of you. Right.
0: And you'd be like left behind in in the group.
1: You'd be better off dead. Right. Um, or you'd you you're would a nuisance. Just, you would die. If right. you were born that way, you wouldn't survive. Right. Um, Eugenics, and, of some yeah. kind. Right. 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 And my professor would say that's totally fine. Like you would just die anyways. So why do we spend all this, you know, extra stuff on on just keeping them alive? Like, do we even know that they're if if you're say you are an autistic uh, person who can't speak. Right. Like, how do we actually know that they're enjoying the time that they're spending? Right. You you don't. Um, and I don't we don't need to get too deep into it because I think it it does trigger a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, but I think it's a good argument just to just to ponder on. I think, you know, we don't necessarily know the answer and there's a lot of things we don't know the answer to. But I think in life. If you're going to survive and, you know, miss the most bullets that people shoot at you in your life, because people are going to shoot a lot of bullets, whether they're close or they're far, you don't really know. But the ones that get close to you and almost hit you or may hit you, you have to be careful on how you react to those bullets coming at you and how you see them and envision them just think about some of these things right that we've talked about tonight and and they've been very simple concepts in my opinion um i think we 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 touched the the baseline on a lot of these things but and you can go a lot deeper um on some of these topics um just as my philosophy teacher would tell me is you you have to be able to look at both sides without being judgmental for a second. Just think about it. It, It's impossible. He never asked you to, like, have a judgment, but he would bring up an argument, and he'd say, be (laughs) non-biased. Look at factual evidence. Look at, you know, the simplicities of life and back in the old days. Before the old days. Like, I'm not talking 1800s. I'm talking about, like, primal. Right. Right, like, if this stuff happened. um, All of this stuff is very, very, very relatable to, you know, obviously not Tic Tac spaceships going intergalactic in (laughs) milliseconds. But you understand the point. Yeah. Um, In life... Don't get so caught up on the little things. And just take a step back and look. You might be surprised at what you see.
0: That's beautiful. Connor McGuffin.
1: I think that ends it.
0: Thank you for coming over tonight. Thank you for expanding my mind. I'd it's always to, a blast. I'd love to uh, have your brother on next time maybe or
1: or somebody yeah, I else. I think if we I think if we uh if I told him like, all right, two weeks out, yeah, 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 let's, let's schedule this. That'd be cool. He'd do it for sure. Or
0: if I force Ryan to come, tell him not to fucking make plans with his other friends.
1: But at the same time, I think the two of us work great. Obviously, if the last one you said is debatably between one and two, it, it works too.
0: Top two and it ain't two. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. I was very excited to see you tonight. And, uh. I'm glad you felt the same way. You were just, like, kind of chill about it, like, oh, no, it's no big deal, you know, whatever. That's, that's Yeah, cool. I think
1: it takes a, a drink or two to, you know, get going and For sure. feel it out. But
0: And, hey, if you don't want to listen to this one, you don't have to. Skip. <laughs> All right. All right. That's cool. We're out.